0: This week in league, Holden Cup player Nathan Brown auditions for the role of Nate Miles in Rugby League the Musical.
1: Hey Ricky, here's a fine. Next time think before you win. Hey Ricky. Hey Ricky.
0: Captain Murder claims his next victim, a pretend Queenslander.
1: And we preview all of the action for round 16 of the 2013 NRL season. All
0: that and more this week in league. to episode 126 of this week in league. I'm oh, mate. And I'm Glenn. Okay, um intro stuff. Uh Facebook's still going crazy. We've probably uh, thrown another 150 likes on wow. in uh, the last week, which is probably about 300 over the last 2 weeks. Killing it. Which is fucking pretty funny because I mean <laughs> up to that point remember how we barely scraped over the thousand before yeah. the end of last season so now if we're sitting on like you know between fourteen hundred and fifteen hundred and we've thrown through <laughs> we've pretty much like in the first how many weeks of the, the season we've uh, we threw like a hundred and you know let's say 150 max probably probably closer to about 120
1: yeah it was crawling along even with yeah, like yeah. massively pimping it out
0: yeah and, and now phew. it's it's reached that kind of uh that critical mass where it's just um now you notice when we put posts up on there, you see people not even commenting on the post, but as they comment, they put like, you know, their friend's name in there to get yeah. them to the post and that, which is great. That's the kind of thing that, you know, starts getting things moving a bit, which is great. Um, feedback. I love doing the feedback part the start of the show um, that we've done over the last, you know, couple of episodes. It just
1: makes feel like we're not just shouting into the fucking rabbit hole. We're actually, yeah. people actually, and you know... The noise that we get back not just the sound of our own voices echoing, yeah, which sounds cool. Don't get me wrong. No, right. I mean, I'll listen to that all day. It's beautiful, but it's also nice to, um, you know, get makes people me want to shouting that back-
0: Sorry. Listen to my own voice makes me want to get sexy. Hmm. Makes them love. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I don't know if we if we just outright ignored people's feedback before, or if it's, you know, it's kind of like a self perpetuating thing in terms of you know, you know, we've been putting it out there so people give you know giving more back and stuff. But whatever whatever the case is, it's um it's very good,
1: and we love it. So keep it coming.
0: Yeah. So um, R. Popsh he's, uh, said oh, to, yeah, he said yeah, said of last of last week's uh, episode, he said, Nate that was one of the best rants I've ever had the pleasure of hearing. Read the manly recap hash top three for sure. Wow, I don't know. I've done, how many rants have I really done? One,
1: the one two. before Manly played St George in yeah. the first round of the finals. That wasn't so, that, that wasn't so
0: much a rant though. That was more like a you know like Mel Gibson in Braveheart, like ra- rallying the troops before the you know before the battle kind of thing. It was a fucking rant.
1: It was what fu- it, was, it, was, it, it was. In it every was, sense of the word, it, it
0: was an epic pep talk. It was up there with Al Pacino in Any Given Sunday, and you know it was up there with the guy with the fucking Kansas solo and. Shoving Saint Kansas all over up asses, and you know the old guy. You could just see the desire. It was, it was, it was up there with those greats. Beautiful. It was, a fantastic. A beautiful thing. That, someone, that's
1: my personal favourite. Someone should cut that out,
0: and then like cartoon it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. How's that? But uh, that was that was my personal favourite, and. I don't think you. You'd I don't think you really anything. had huge.
0: And I mean, I don't even think this one was the huge, huge ranty. I mean, this one turned. Fuck into, off. This one turned into like some in, in the you know it was more like comedy where I was just you know, no, really just f- trying to be you, and and just and just talk and failing sh- and because you were actually team.
1: trying to be like you're actually seriously upset and you got all all cut. And I was listening to it back because people were saying about how ranty you got, so I sort yeah. of found the place in there. And um, I was listening to it back, and you accused me. Yeah. Of trolling you, <laughs> yeah. how fucking dare you? And how but, you how dare you get upset at that? <laughs>
0: let's 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 be let's be real here. This is entertainment. This is entertainment, and no one's really upset. I mean, in fact, Bullshit, I,
1: I get upset every week. I go yeah.
0: home and I'll, I'll, my adrenaline. I
1: don't go to sleep for fucking hours once I get home. Sorry, mate. Um, actually, it's not true. I almost fall asleep <laughs> on the way home in the car. Yeah,
0: yeah drive hundred meters down the wrong side <laughs> of the busy fucking road. Yeah. Um. No, but I mean, yeah. But by the time we came to the show, it was Tuesday, and and you know it was a Friday night game. I think so. It was you know it was well and truly processed and over and everything. But I still had to make my voice heard. <laughs> um. <laughs> gt three fifty one underscore John said, uh, "Well, it's hard to understand because it's not really in English. But he said, I think he's saying a big LOL at this week's episode of this week in league. Skip the whole manly review as it's complete bias rubbish. Other than that, it's worth a listen.' Exactly. Just that's begrudging. That's 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 grudging praise right there because <laughs> he's not very happy. He wasn't very happy after that game. He didn't nah. like hearing how cheat how how big fucking cheats his team were, etc. <laughs> um, Paraman Mark II. He said I finally finished this week's This Week in League episode. Funny as fuck episode, even the Manly review was tolerable. I tended to agree Manly were robbed. And then we had some other stuff come through, not specifically about that, that last episode. Um Year of a Panther said I just uh gazoogled the tw- this week in league tweets and I'm literally <laughs> losing my shit while I read, especially the top one. So if if you're on if you want to do this, go to gazoogle.com and um you know as if you know, Snoop Dogg was saying it basically like GIZ and um you type in the, the the URL for our Twitter account and it basically just, you know gangsterizes, you know stuff as it is <laughs> it is, it is very funny there's some
1: talented people out there eh? yeah
0: it's very funny it's very funny um it, you know it's funny reading you know reading the things that we said and but then you look at it all you know with stuff thrown in there <laughs> it's pretty good <laughs> um this one we got two tweets separately from uh two different uh people and um uh, our, our mate CA Photo 10, he came in on this uh, after the, yeah, the, mate. the originator, Chambo33, came in and said, and this is basically pertaining to Sunday afternoon football. And they, did you watch the, Sunday after, the Channel 9
1: no. Sunday
0: football? After listening to Rabs talk about my and the numerous ear bleeds I've had from R. Warren, I've decided you two should take over.
1: Well, it's possibly the smartest thing he's ever said.
0: I mean, Channel 9 would lose their license or whatever they, they have to do to maintain and operate a television
1: station. <laughs> that's one thing. Surely not. <laughs> Surely, well, maybe it wouldn't be on, wouldn't be called Channel 9. <laughs> what, that's, what he's saying
0: is like, you know, we commentate Sunday, you know, like Channel 9 football games.
1: Yeah, I understand that.
0: I understand. but <laughs> So we're on Sunday football, or we're doing Friday night football, and that Manly Bulldogs game goes down. And I'm just like Shane, you fucking stupid cheating cunt. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? I mean, people would like, people would it'd love. It'd have it. to
1: be people would put to it be on YouTube. Something like oh, I don't know what you'd call it. You know how you got Go and Jam like Public? And
0: all that? Oh, like a, like a, a secondary yeah. digital channel that no one. Where you, will, you know, know and
1: there's as, as soon as you hit the, the click on that channel, yep. you get it, You have to like, are you over eighteen? and go through all these rigorous fucking screen testing before you get to listen
0: okay it sounds like it sounds like what you're describing is like a a block block screen on the internet and we're on the internet now so really what you're saying is we shouldn't change anything and shouldn't actually be television commentators I'm just
1: saying if someone wanted to offer us big bucks to be television commentators and you know, they wanted to minimise the amount of complaints they were going to get from the people viewing it, yep. make them go through the little bit of a screening process saying, do you object to these sorts of words? If so,
0: you know... There's a the door.
1: Fuck off, fuck off Bingo. bingo. Yep. Watch <laughs> Channel 9 not, with Rabs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he talks about my lanta It's probably right up your alley. We talk about get fucked,
0: you know the, If the NBN ever came through, you know, to the door here at Life Real Studios... We could easily do something like that, like, you know, over the internet during a course of a game.
1: We'd need to practice first, but... Well... Because once you well, like, if it wasn't just us... Yeah. Roy and HG-ing it, yeah. just literally talking shit, and we had to actually commentate... Yeah, yeah. ...per se, on the game.
0: Well, you'd have to treat it like Roy and HG doing just a, you know, assume that people are actually watching the telecast. You know what I mean?
1: I reckon we should try it.
0: I'm, I, I Not will, this season. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, because I, I will
0: agree, commentary is is fucking hard.
1: So you know, for for all the you know harsh words people want to say about Rabs, like yeah. fucking quality caller, as when far he's calling as the, game the game goes,
0: when he's calling the game,
1: it's some of the other bullshit which you could imagine some Gen Y fucking tool loss working for Channel 1 going, and you could imagine Rabs going, who, who is this fucking moron? I just want to sit here in my tracksuit with my binoculars and call the game, and all of a sudden. Gen Y over here. His name's probably fucking Beach or something like that. He tells me I've got to make small talk with Gus. I can't stand Gus. He shits me. But I've got to make small talk, and we've got to have this little rivalry thing going on. You know, I could just imagine what's going on in Rabs. You rabbits. reckon? You reckon that's the way it plays out there? Do I don't reckon Rabs gives two fucks about
0: making small talk. I reckon those. The, I reckon. The, I reckon him and Gus do make the small talk because they're fucking old, and that's what old people do: annoying fucking small talk.
1: They also let out like uncontrolled farts. Imagine the commentary box there with those two in it. Yeah, it'd be pretty human. No wonder Gus's hair went grey.
0: Yeah, it'd be pretty fucking human in there. Anyway, ca Ten came in after that tweet and said, This brings me to my tweet to you blokes last week. Is Rabs the great commentator we are led to believe, hash, discuss? Now, you would argue that yes, he is.
1: In a pure commentary sense? I would
0: say he was. He's fucking nowhere near it now now he's getting people's names wrong, players' names wrong, and like he's getting like i I can't think of the exact example, but it was literally the other week and let's just say for argument's sake, he called it was Justin Hodges when it was actually Jack Reed, like it was something where they were, they couldn't even be fucking they couldn't be further removed
1: I guess they spend so much time, you know there's generally one player in each club, okay, even Parramatta has one so Jared Hayne, yeah, Benji. Greg Inglis. But Benji, um, what's
0: Benji? Are you talking about shit players? Benji's oh, done fuck
1: balls. all. But you watch a Tigers game with those guys commentating it. Oh, yeah. He's and all they talk coming. about, oh, Benji Marshall, that, that try was made possible because Benji Marshall was five fucking players away from where it all happened. Yeah. And thank God for that, I say. Because probably if he had been any closer, we would have fucked it up. Yeah. But that, because wow, Benji really, was on the field. You fully turned, eh? No, not at all. I love Benji. But what I'm saying is... <laughs> There are times where he gets credit for things that he's got nothing to do with. You know, where other players have had far bigger plots to play. Yeah. And it's like, Benji Marshall started that because... The defence fell off the player who ultimately
0: scored the try because they were scared of what Benji was going to do 60 metres across
1: to the fucking right. I think they spend so much time focusing on those guys, they fucking forget about the other (laughs) bunch of players on the field.
0: Yeah. But I, I I think that Rabs is definitely losing it happens to everybody, um, you know there's no no disrespect Hell, or no, to us. no shame, no shame or you know disrespect or anything. I just think that yeah, I think he is past it, um, and I would like to see you know them eventually you know get him out of there, and I really think that they should never be paired with gas because that 's when they're most aggravating. Some people watching twitter you're like they're absolutely fucking delighted by the dumb shit that those two carry on with and the mock arguments and stuff, but I just I get so fucking aggravated by it i can 't stand it
1: yeah I'm not a big fan um. But then, you know, Vossi's doing the New Zealand Warriors games. See, Vossi goes all right if you put, like, a good person with him. Yeah. I, I mean, like at the moment Vossi he's a fucking, caller. He's got
0: Halligan with him. He's an absolute yeah.
1: dipshit. I think Vossi's unfortunately been dragged down to, to like, the Kiwis yeah. level. Yeah. But his, his call still is his quality. Um, but, you know, I just hear him talking about where people went to school and Yeah. talking, you know, I think he's starting to get a bit of a Kiwi twang. Yeah. Well, that's no good. We can't be having that. No. Uh, yeah, I, I think the thing with Channel 9 is that now that Vossy's doing the Sky stuff in New Zealand, there's no real clear transition, you know, like Hadley is Hadley. the next guy. Yeah, and but, I mean,
0: I will say as well that I think Hadley's getting, getting better. I mean, he's just had a really slow transition, I think, from a medium where he has to describe every fucking aspect sure. of the action that he can to one where, you know, you let the pictures do the talking and then, you know, just sort of, you know, go along with the flow.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that, and... You know, I would probably not say I was the greatest fan of, of Hadley's TV commentary, but his radio call is fucking quality. And
0: as a person, he's an absolute fucking cocksucker.
1: Well, he polarizes opinion.
0: Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, generally, he's all polarized towards he's a fucking cocksucker.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, as far as I'm concerned, the more, the more I can listen to Sterlo... Um, even Freddie and Joey, like Freddie some and Joey the stuff together.
0: Like, there was that yeah. one game last season where they, yeah. those two were commentating it, and it was just like an absolute Gronk fest, like East versus Paramount oh, or something towards the bottom of the table. Drunk. It, that's what it sounded like, but it was good. It was one of it was one of my favourite calls of the last couple of years because those two guys are just loose, and yeah. it was funny. It was entertaining. Yeah. So yeah, um, so there's that. So yeah, so yeah. Uh, you know, by all means, um, tweet us and let us know. Uh, Your answer to the question, is Rabs the great commentator we are led to believe? Now today, this afternoon, some genius who I don't know who it was, and they obviously used the pseudonym because it was like Dazzler61 or something like that. Anyway... Someone put Tony Williams up on eBay for sale. (laughs) Uh, It said, A sale item. Premiership winning back rower Tony Williams, a.k.a. T-Rex. This is a must-buy for any NRL team due to a surplus of capable, damaging and skillful back rowers. The Bulldogs are prepared to pay 90% of Tony's contract for any NRL team wishing to pick him up. What a bargain. Tony is a Premiership winning player and he's also represented New South Wales and Australia. He'll bring a wealth of experience to any side. His big frame and bulging muscles will make your forward pack look mean and imposing. Asterisk, asterisk and then right down the bottom in really small print says looks can be deceiving. Player <laughs> attributes. Will beat the first defender first time every time, only then to be swamped by three other defenders whilst Tony's standing there contemplating his next move. Uh, believes that being sent back to 10 metres and onside with the referee is optional. Was nicknamed T-Rex due to his inability to tackle effectively using his arms. In quotes, his arms are about as useful as a T-Rex. Can play for 80 minutes, meaning there's no need to give any of your other young, talented prospects any time, any game time. Wow. Item condition. <laughs> He's only played 96 career games in prime fitness condition, prone to ankle injuries. May have defect where player is unable to perform to potential. Auction terms: serious bids only. I'm talking to you, Parramatta and Wests. Pick up only, <laughs> no takesies, backsies. <laughs> There's hurry before the NRL's June 30 deadline kicks in. This is an opportunity that cannot be missed. And there actually, was people uh, are funny. There, it's it's been closed now. It was it was actually it was withdrawn by the seller for the reason of um. The item is broken or something like of course that. It was. just a great punchline to the end of it all. But um, there were actually a few bids, and I, and I saw it at one point. It got up to about thirty-five dollars, <laughs> <Really? laughs> which is pretty funny. It's
1: still overs though.
0: Yeah. Um, and we also had our CA photo ten, um, who we mentioned earlier. God, she uh, just shut up. Took a photo at Tigers training today. Uh, Benji Marshall practicing goal kicking, or maybe kick off. It's hard to know. Probably goal kicking though. I would, I would imagine. And he told us to caption it. So if you're on Twitter, check out our timeline from Tuesday afternoon. If you're on Facebook, check out our Facebook page. It should be towards the top. And um, yeah. my
1: caption would be, "How God his, spends his spare time."
0: Mine was something like, um, well, "Here we go." If I miss this, okay, blame it on the rain. <laughs> Try the fish. I'm here
1: all night. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Unfortunately, yes. Yes, you are.
0: So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love these caption things, actually. I love it when you get photos to caption, especially ones that are like you know so easy to make fun of, like this Benji one.
1: Chris seems to spend a fair bit of time um, stalking footy players. He took some photos at Origin Training the other day. Mm-hmm. Well-qualified guy. Quite talented. Give him that. Maybe he could send us a few more photos. Get people to caption.
0: Yeah. Well, we're gonna, it's about time we gave away another snapback, too, so maybe the next one might be a caption contest.
1: Have you got any snapbacks yet?
0: Uh, ours, uh, I think they're going to actually
1: land here at my place tomorrow. That's interesting. Because I sent him some money, or he's going to send mine to my house. Was maybe he? he's just sending Jackson's. Yeah, maybe send, yeah, cause send, yeah. <sighs> he sent, yeah, because he sent, yeah. Southie. He said Busy plural. He said plural. playing fucking thrash metal around the place. <laughs> <laughs> How about you send some fucking hats out? Southie snapbacks. It's called Southie snapbacks, not Southie's thrash metal. <laughs>
0: News, first story, well actually, the clock.
1: Oh, fucking hell.
0: What fucking whinging from one person in particular. I'm not going to mention him by name because I just don't want to, I just don't want to give him oxygen. So what I will say is... I won't is, mention
1: him by name either because I can't remember who the fuck it was. That's how much of an impact they have on my life.
0: And I'll not, not be baited in telling you on air. Um, but yeah, let's get the clock started right now. One quick story, Bill Tupo signed from the Warriors uh, immediately... He's uh, heading across to uh, Canberra.
1: Really? Yeah. That's very interesting. Clearly, that's the first I've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> Such is my shock. Um, Just
0: today, this, this one, and, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, like Bill Is Send an insurance
1: t- policy to sack and Fergie? Fergie Ferg.
0: Well, I mean, I, we had a tweet, actually, from 2B2. someone. You know, I'm not sure who, I can't remember who it was who tweeted is, but that was like, you know, they got another devout, you know, non-drinking Mormon inside of side. Are they trying to stack it to, you know, put these guys on the straight and narrow?
1: Who's the other devout
0: non-drinking? Fuck if I, know. I don't know. I, I asked Dr. Sexy. I don't know a lot about the uh, the Canberra Raiders. Well, he's um, definitely not a devout non-drinking Mormon. I say. What? So sexy people can't be devout and non-drinking?
1: No. I mean, I saw him posting pictures of, him wearing, you know, trying to pick what sort of fucking hat to wear. Only a drunk person would wear the hat like that. <laughs> it increased so. his sexiness immeasurably. All right. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that's not a bad signing. Well, I mean, that's
0: basically they're going to need, you know, they obviously need to cover there if they're sending, like, you know, Shandor over to France or whatever. You know, if that that eventuates... um, Yeah, true. You know, spots are going to open up. He's uh, actually a good player and he's limited
1: opportunities there over the Warriors. Um,
0: I saw a tweet from a Warriors fan saying, um, you know, best of luck for the future. I hope you learn to stay on your fucking wing out there.
1: Yeah, so obviously they're not real happy with his defence. I probably... Nothing sad to see him go. As you would normally, if you're not a, a, you know, a Warriors fan, you probably only notice... um, Guys like that in 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 attack, I guess, and the yeah. Tigers probably haven't exploited him, so I wouldn't have noticed just how bad he was in defence.
0: <laughs> yeah, so there you go, and uh, so that's that's it for the clock stories. I mean, good to, good to you know get a bit of clock in there though for the people who love the clock, and hopefully it's left them feeling satisfied. I'm now, mad for the clock. Ma- aren't you? F- Are you what? Okay, uh, Ricky Stewart, as we said at the top of the show. Do you think going-
1: our clock's Polynesian?
0: I don't know. I mean, I've never seen a caramel clock before. <laughs> so, Ricky Stewart. Oh, you know, th- th- I was. We'll talk about this, the whole thing about what clubs do with these fines as well. But Ricky Stewart has been hit with his, with twenty five thousand dollars total fines this season after getting his second fine in eight weeks for criticizing referees. This one was a fifteen grand worth the breach notice after launching a tirade against referees boss Daniel Anderson following his team's thirty ten loss to South at ANZ Stadium on Sunday. Uh, he exploded in defence of his last place side after the game. And "Quote: Ever since I've had that problem at the start of the year to keep my job, I don't communicate with Daniel Anderson because I don't agree with what he's doing, and I know a lot of." the coaches, well most, are are the same in regards to my thoughts. I don't know what his job description is, but I don't believe it's being fulfilled. It's very, very frustrating. It's not the loss that's frustrating today, it's how we've been handled here. As I say, it makes it very frustrating for my players. Every game, they're walking off with the same type of beef. So, as I said, it's the second time he's been fined since joining the Eels. Um, in round six, he, co- he uh, had to cough up 10 grand for his comments about Anderson following a loss to the Gold Coast when he said rugby league was going backwards after unfair and bullshit, in quotes, refereeing. So, uh, Nathan McGurk said that Stewart's McGurk. outburst was unacceptable. There are clear guidelines for coaches and officials in regards to commenting on decisions, and they do not permit an attack on a match official's character or integrity. To question the competency of the match officials and the head of the referees in that manner is not acceptable. So,
1: um, I suspect Ricky knew what he was doing before he went in there. Yeah, of he course, have been expecting fine.
0: I think, bit, I think it's just a bit shit. I mean, we'll get some tweets after the after the game when we go into the review itself. But most people, you know, the general vibe is, you know, why you know go in there and and you know slag the referees to deflect, uh, you know, negative attention off you know your playing group, but you lost by 20 points. You were never fucking in the game. It wasn't refereeing decisions that actually kept you out of it. And they've actually they've actually won penalty counts, you know, close to half the time in games yeah. as well. And I mean, I th- I th- I'm pretty sure Manly have only won the penalty count in two games, like the first game and the most recent game. Interesting. So, you know, what he's fucking bitching about. Um, Rennie Matua is the third most penalised player in the competition, conceding 13 penalties, which is two behind Dan Hunt from St. George. So, Dan Hunt, you wouldn't, you know, that name can you Really? Know, you, you think you'd throw up names like, you know... Yeah, you know, like your Jason Rolls. Adam
1: Blair.
0: And, you know, guys like that. But yeah, Dan Hunt, unassuming Dan Hunt. He's the most penalised player in the comp. So um, the Eels lost the penalty count in this game 13-6, which is quite a sizable... A, it's a lot of penalties for a game in the first place. But it is, you know, a sizable deficit. But I don't think it's a 20-point deficit, that's for sure. So the Yields can appeal it. Um, And Stuart said, we've worked hard... We've worked that hard in regards to our discipline, but we cannot be so different every week to the opposition in regards to not penalty counts, but what we're getting penalised for. For starters, I didn't think what he said was that bad. It wasn't like like that article. He's obviously
1: trying to take a stand. This is the second time in, you know, that yeah, he's, two months, he's yeah. had a real crack. Um, oh, I just think that you know he probably looks, needs to look a little closer to home in regards to the, the issues with his side. And, you know if the side's lacking motivation or coming off the field feeling hard done by, then, you know, he might want to have a look at, you know, the way he's handled some of those players and they might feel hard done by being told that they're not going to have a job next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's, that's a separate, I just yeah. think it's, you know, you, you've got to be accountable for your actions and, um, you know, if it's severely, you know, debatable calls like, you know, the one you carried on about the other week or, um, you know, clear cut, you know, yeah, where the referee's yeah. cl- clearly, or video ref or whatever the case might be, has clearly erred. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how after how many Eels games has a, has a referee been demoted? Or, yeah, or, or and, and or, how many
0: Eels whatever? games have there been when there's been actually something like a massive game-changing thing that's cost them a result? They've been on the, They've been getting flogged half the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, exactly. there's no
0: referee just going to, you know, get him out of that. I mean, maybe you could get the margin closer, but the winning team's still going to be the winning team. So, anyway, um, you know, I guess we'll see what happens Shut with the appeal. Yeah, yeah, you know what? It's hard to say in a fucking world that features the likes of Des Hasler. It's hard for someone to say that Ricky Stewart's probably the biggest fucking winger in the football at the moment. You're
1: not included.
0: I, I barely ever winch. <laughs> I'm a fucking I'm I'm like this I'm All like right. a, I'm like a fucking. Other pez, than
1: you, Mr. Like Stewart is I'm, the
0: biggest windup. I'm like a fucking Pez dispenser of truth. I'm just fucking just flicking delicious truth candies out there for everybody to snack on, oh. bringing joy to fucking the world with my little fucking. And this is this is why we lozenges. can never
1: overcome this problem of you being a fuckhead because until you acknowledge that you indeed are a fuckhead. We can't get anywhere, Nathan, and this is the problem.
0: You know, I don't subscribe to your therapy methods, and I don't agree with and I don't agree with your conclusions. Quite frankly,
1: oh, that doesn't surprise me either. It comes back to this: not wanting to acknowledge you. You barely, went, you went, you barely
0: went to school, let alone medical school. How dare you try and diagnose me? <laughs> I might we, not we class re- as
1: doctor sexy but
0: look at your medical journal it's, it's, it's written on the fucking cardboard from a fucking carton of woodstocks <laughs> in crayon <laughs> okay um, salary cap is up for review. A panel will be set up within a matter of weeks to decide on future applications of the salary cap before a complete review of the cap and its perceived antiquated machinations for next year and beyond. Jesus. Depending on... Yeah, it's a big pretty, word. Isn't, isn't it? it? Depending on who you talk to, the new panel will either give salary cap order to Ian Schubert more support or dilute his powers or both. Which is weird. What is clear is that his sole discretionary so powers. what they're
1: trying to say is they don't know what they happening.
0: don't have a fucking clue. What is clear is that Schubert's sole discretionary powers over matters of the cap will be taken away by the formation of a panel of experts, which will include the current auditor. The machinations of the salary cap have been heavily criticised this year, following Israel Folau's decision to sign with rugby union following delays in Parramatta's attempts to sign him, as well as second-tier salary cap restrictions that forced the Penrith youngster Matt Moylan to be sidelined. A meeting of the salary cap review committee last Wednesday decided on a swift action, while also planning more longer-term change through its review you <laughs> while Chief Operating Officer Jim Doyle who oversees the cap gave his support to Schubert he felt decisions on the salary cap needed to be made by a panel in a similar way that a judiciary panel makes the calls on foul play while the rules will not change this year which will still throw Moyle and short term availability to play NRL into doubt, any application will now be looked upon with fresh eyes and perspective Doyle said former coaches and players will be considered for a likely three or four man panel. He said the cap review committee felt that a review of the whole thing was needed rather than reacting to the controversies of this year Um, if officials move now to change Restrictions that led to Morland being sidelined and uh, Roosters forward Kane Evans being denied the chance to play last Friday night. More problems could be created for other players and clubs as such a complete review of the salary cap will be carried out before next season and beyond. So,
1: probably not a bad thing. I think a great that, thing. Um, it does need scrutiny. I think the current model is outdated, and um, with the new influx of, of cash that's come into the game as a result of the TV broadcast deal, you know they do have to be. You think a little bit more outside the square that they've created um, in in with past salary caps, and it only makes sense that they they you know focus their attention on on making sure that you know the clubs have a an equal chance to to secure their their local talent and and attract new talent, um, and you know silly little situations like this thing with Moylan, um, some of the I think the Tigers are having a similar issue. Um, With, I think, were they mentioning it on Saturday night about Luke Brooks maybe not being able to play first grade? Um, I don't think there's really a place for him there at the moment. Um, He's a bit of a bolter at best, surely. Yeah. Um, But some of these other kids, um, with some of their injury issues, not being able to play first grade because of the cap. I mean, there's got to be some sort of exemption there. Or, you know, if a club faces a you know, any rule you make is going to maybe uh, be open to exploitation. You know, you could have players that are out of form feigning injury and <laughs> other bolters coming into the side that are in far better form uh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, looking at you, Manly. Um,
0: i was looking at more like, you know, like, like Lottie Takiri doing the same thing like he did in Origin that time, you know, with the asterisk, you know, TBA thing.
1: That was Tony Carroll.
0: Well, the Lottie Takiri was one that was up for suspension. And I mean, not getting suspended, wasn't he?
1: No, it was Tony Carroll. You sure? How dare you try and lump Lottie in sure? that? I'm sure. I was, You sure it wasn't Lottie? You jerk. it was Lottie. You sure wasn't it wasn't Lottie? It was Tony Carroll. He earned the nickname TBA. Really? Yes. What did Lottie Takiri do then? How is it that you Apart manage to co-host, quite poorly I might add, the number one rugby league podcast on the planet where you know fuck all about rugby league, Nathan?
0: I just—I'm looking for an opportunity to slag Lottie. I'm sure that was Lottie's cue. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I'm looking for an opportunity to slag the Tigers but more
1: importantly. Yeah. <laughs> we wasn't even playing for the Tigers when that happened.
0: I know, but I mean, he plays for Tigers now, and that's what counts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I um. Well, yeah, I, like I think this it's a there. bit of a proactive step as far as the cap goes. Um, the next few seasons are going to be very important. Um, you know, to make sure that they do carry on the momentum from the, the TV rights deal and, and um, you know, cash is allocated um, accordingly and the clubs spend it wisely.
0: Yep, yep. Um, it is. Yeah, oh, it's just, I wonder how you actually do um. get around that situation like the Moylan thing because, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, given a crippling injury toll, it is kind of, you know, it'd be nice for Penrith to get the use of him, especially because he's playing great, mm. but... It's just... It's so open for fuckery. Like, it's so open for fuckery. I think if they did anything otherwise... You know, every all the teams are playing on an equal playing field and injuries can't be predicted or anything like that. But, yeah, I don't have an answer for that one, unfortunately. Yeah.
1: Fucking um, Parramatta will put Ben Robertson into a medically-induced coma. Well, yeah, I mean,
0: they don't have to keep selecting him. It's fucking mystifying. Mystifying, I tells you. Yeah. It's not like they've got a whole bunch can't of... Can't blame that kids, on the fucking referees. <laughs> No, no. And the other thing I want to talk about in regards to this whole salary cap thing, um, they mentioned at the start of the article, like, oh, you know, one of the disgraces of, you know, the current salary cap is this uh, situation where Israel Folau couldn't go to the Eels. Now, do you have an opinion? I mean, I, the reason why I bring it up is because on, I was watching Twitter um, on Saturday night while the test match was going on. I was watching the Tigers game because the worst game of rugby league ever, which was close it was is still better than the best game of Union ever. Um,
1: but, Fuck, I could kick you in the face but, sometimes, eh? But
0: I'm just fucking defending Rugby League, mate. What have you got against that? I've got... How can you co-host the number one Rugby League podcast in the world when you hate Rugby League so much?
1: I love Rugby League. Love I love Rugby Union. I love, you know, <laughs> little Aussie battlers overcoming the odds, Nathan. And how dare you call it a horrible game of Rugby League? It was, but that's beside the point. Now, um...
0: Yeah, what we what uh need to talk about is that on Twitter, people were like, "Oh, fucking Israel! Because Israel Falaya had a you know, from all reports, he had a great game." I mean, Idiot. I I only flicked over to that game after the league had finished, and it was probably like like fourteen minutes or something to play. Yeah, I um, so,
1: I caught highlights. I watched a lot of highlights of that. Yeah, game I didn't I watch the, I didn't
0: watch the highlights, but I watched the last fourteen minutes of it live. I think it was a sixty-six or sixty-eighth minute or something like that when it, when the Tigers game finished. But anyway, people through the game were going, "Oh, fucking um." You know, he's fucking amazing. Oh, he's so good. What a fucking, you know, Oh, rugby league, you know. Thanks very much, Ian Schubert. Look how amazing, uh, look how amazing fucking Israel last playing. Oh, fuck you, Schubert, you know. you're an, uh, Like, <laughs> this attitude can just fuck right off <laughs> for me. I mean, he's a good player. He's a great player. He's fucking, a fucking
1: fantastic uh, footballer.
0: But one player does not fucking make an entire season of club club rugby league with 16 teams going around over the course of a 26 (laughs) week season come the fuck on
1: I would like to see Israel hour return to rugby league you look at the way you know of all his time in um, playing AFL you look at the way he ran that ball you know he hasn't missed a fucking beat yeah and the way he's you know some of the games he's had for the Waratahs and stuff Playing fullback, mind you. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see him return to rugby league. I don't give a fuck where he plays. Yeah. But that guy's too good a footballer to be fucking around on the wing for the Wallabies. Yeah, and but they're the, hanging out with fucking Curtly, Bill, Quade Cooper, and and James O'Connor.
0: But you know what? I'll see him rot right out there on the wing for the fucking Wallabies instead of have him get slotted into a fucking rugby league side. For far less than you know, far less than his his actual worth, or like some kind of fudging thing to keep him out of union, you know, where sure, something gets some to That's my point. Um, so it's not Schubert's fault. I mean, Schubert should have fucking punished the Dragons badly when they fucking backloaded Mark Gasny's contract so badly that he got fifty grand to come in and pinch hit to get him to a grand final and win a grand final, and then he fucking retires the next year. You know, when all the other payments were due, that is fucking <laughs> that is dead set cheating the cap.
1: Oh, absolutely, there's no you doubt. You know, yeah.
0: so. It's just it, it just fucking it, it makes my blood boil when people are like I mean I've got no. Well, I just don't think
1: that Ian Schubert has you know, given the fact that he's an ex footballer. With all you respect to Ian Schubert. Yeah. Um I I don't know. I think you need a different kind of personality in there. Yeah. You know who I think would be a you know, and I know he's long gone to the game, but uh Um David Gallup. If he didn't have the history with how, the NRL, he's he. the type of guy that would be a quality salary cap auditor.
0: Why don't you just get fucking resurrect fucking the, the corpse of Joseph Stalin and fucking put him through fucking uh, an accountancy degree and, <laughs> and fucking put him through a CPA or, or chartered accountant, you choose?
1: <laughs> I'm just saying that type Honestly. of personality, not <laughs> David Gallup the person. <laughs> Now, the You next... know who'd be a good salary cap auditor? <laughs> who? Me. Simone Gillis. Yeah, actually, yeah, my wife would be sensational. <laughs> like, could you imagine? She cares not for rugby league. Not could one. Could you imagine?
0: Not even a milli-iota but, of fucking care for league.
1: But I'm, I'm the greatest rugby league player that's ever lived. Um, I, I have no idea who you are, but here's the facts and figures. Tell your story, and tell. <laughs> you. you can't play anymore. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And what's your name again? <laughs>
0: Yeah, the problem is, manly players would be punished fucking way worse than any other
1: team. <laughs> speaking of um, speaking of the best player in the rugby league, did I tell you about Jackson's little story?
0: No, I don't think so. Right, Jackson's stories have died off a lot this season because he's playing soccer. He's fucking forsaken league.
1: No, he hasn't though, and that's the issue. <laughs> he's last not last weekend. Um, during the week before last, he um. We were sitting down, and we're watching a bit of footy, and um, on the couch, and he says, "Dad, I don't think I'm going to play rugby league." I said, "Fucking okay, mate!" So I well, mean, you can do, you can do whatever you want to do, you know. You choose whatever sport you want to play, and I'll, and I'll support you a hundred percent. But what, why don't you, um, why don't you want to play rugby league, mate? And he goes, "I've been thinking about it, Dad." And I think I'll be too good at it. <coughs> I'll be like Locky, Dad. I'll be too good at it.
0: And that's a reason to not do it, why
1: That's a reason. I don't understand. I could barely contain my laughter. <laughs> and I was like, well, mate, with that sort of confidence, you're going to succeed at whatever you do. So you just choose what you want to do and you go for it. He's like, okay, thanks, Dad. <laughs>
0: And that's then, like that's, a, that's an arrogant, that's an arrogance the likes of which Justin Hodges didn't even approach. <laughs>
1: exactly. If if Justin Hodges and Anthony Mundine had a baby, <laughs> probably call it Jackson Blakely. <laughs> and then the following Saturday, he packed all the stuff in the car to go to soccer, and he's, he's buckling himself into his seat. You pull out of the driveway, he says, "Dad, I've been thinking again, and I think I will play play rugby league." I said, "Oh, okay, mate." Well. You know, fair enough. Like I said, you can play whatever you want to play and I'll support you. And I said, you know, if you wanted, you said, you're going quite well at soccer. You know, you, you know, if you want to stick at that, that's fine. But you can do whatever you want. He goes, no, I like soccer and I'm really good at it. But I think I'm just going to go and play in the NRL, Dad. (laughs) Straight in. Straight in. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, by his logic. Yeah. He's it's clearly thinks he's too good. He's too good to for, play rugby league, too so he'll under, be a walk-up start. He's
0: too good for under sevens. He's too good for everything. You know, juniors, Colts. He's too good for you know for like the QRL even. You know, too good for fucking Holden Carb. Too too you know too good for Rezies. And
1: you know, I I'd just love watching watching him play soccer on the weekend. And and obviously, if he was playing rugby league, that's very very close to my heart. But fast forward, however many years. Right, and I've I've got no aspirations of him. You know, I'm not one of those dads. I just want him to, you know, yeah. go out there, and I'll encourage him and and help him all, every step of the way. If as I can. A,
0: as a parent, you want him to be successful. That's right. Which is why over your dead body you'd land to go to the West Tigers to play.
1: <laughs> Look, <laughs> if was going to be successful anyway, it'll be, <laughs> <laughs> be Barcelona football club. Okay, you know why? Retirement fund, cash money. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I just uh, if. Could you imagine a young kid coming into first grade with that sort of confidence?
0: Lining up at halfback against, like, you know, Dave da- 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 Towers like,
1: and stuff. Who the fuck is this kid? Yeah. I said when I was five, I was too good for this shit, mate. <laughs> now I'm going to prove it. <laughs> Fucking
0: hell. And no, no, he doesn't quite make it to C6.
1: And that is the flip side of being so. Over the top with your praise and your encouragement and your support of your kid. He's well disciplined, don't get me wrong. But when you make your kid believe he can do anything, sometimes they really take it on board.
0: (laughs) So there you go, parents. (laughs) There's Parenting 101 (laughs) at at its best. Um, Now, for for the next next news story... um, I just want to step back a little bit in time uh, to 28th of May, 2002. Uh, the title uh, of the news article is Queensland Explore Loophole. So, at Queensland have only named 16 players for the second State of Origin match after winger Lottie Takiri was charged by the NRL Judiciary Match committee today. Takiri will be selected for the Broncos in their clash against West Tigers on Friday night, but will miss the match through suspension. He'll then be called up into the Queensland side as a late replacement to fill the the vacant wing position. Blah, 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 dangerous throw. Blah, blah, blah. And um, interesting times ahead as the dramas of the TBA selection begin to unfold. But a very smart move by Wayne Bennett and the Queensland selectors. Queensland team: fullback Darren Lockyer, winger TBA, centres Chris Walker, Chris McKenna, winger Justin Hodges, Sean Bennett, Cyril Berrigan and Alan Langer in the halves. Travis Norton, Dane Carlaw, Gordon Talis, captain. Chris Beattie, PJ Marshane, Shane Webke, subs Darren Smith, Steve Price, Andrew G, Chris Flannery. 2002, there was a lot of
1: gronks in the Queensland side.
0: So what? 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 No wonder they got done by fifty back in you know back in those days. Now the um the important two important points to make one Tony Carroll nowhere to be seen in that fucking side two TBA is Lottie Dekiri motherfucker so now we have, you have to go back so and retract how about that fucking rant yeah <laughs> you
1: go and find the story about the year that t- Tony Carroll was TBA motherfucker so we're both right who would have thunk it
0: there's no there will be no such thing because this would have been the one time it happened and they would have ruled it out after that
1: it definitely happened with Tony Carroll I fucking will bet my <laughs> Very, very non-generously proportioned penis on it.
0: You'll bet your fucking button mushroom. Yes. Alright, we're gonna I'm I'm literally typing it in right now. And we'll see what happens. But um at the end of the day I'm you, right, might re- so you, you. you might want to you might want to rephrase your uh <laughs> Tony Carroll caught swearing it under ten side.
1: Of course he was. <laughs>
0: um I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. But you might want it. You might want to re. You might want to revise <laughs> what you had to say right then. Um, there's like signed origin jerseys. I can't actually find an actual article about uh about uh Tony Carroll being TVO. Yeah,
1: Tool Nation faithful will come out and support me as they always do. Well, it's not really a matter actually, of supporting. It's never happened before, but you know yeah, it's not, not nice really a matter a of a
0: supporting church. supporting you because I didn't actually say anything negative to you. I just let it. I just let it go through to keep it because I knew I was right. But um. But there you go, Lloyd's Curie, TBA. What do you have to say about that, Glenn?
1: <laughs> Clearly, it's a little part of rugby league history. that it, <laughs> It's a bit like a movie reference. <laughs> I didn't know it occurred. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. How, uh, how fucking dare you? How dare you? Um, and you know, and now, let's, let's segue into the next story, which is what, what almost happened.
1: Hang on. But, what about tonight's biggest revelation? What's that? Your wife is sitting upstairs yeah. eating a fucking curly-whirly. How'd you know that? She tweeted it. Oh, did she? And quite frankly, there's about to be a fucking riot all up in here.
0: Really? So okay, so you were checking Twitter while recording the show. That's—I mean, I did not. I wasn't aware
1: that she was in a curly Whirly. That's outrageous. It's only that she added us.
0: Oh, she's she, okay. Yeah, cool. Bragging
1: about it, saying, "Who needs this week in league when I have hot Milo and a curly Whirly?
0: So I suspect that there'd be Office of hot Milo and curly willys down here. Well, you'd yeah. think. Maybe you want to reply to her and get yeah, that. No, I'm just
1: saying, if that was my wife, <laughs> if that was your wife, even, I can't even bring myself to finish that sentence because I know it's a lie. <laughs> you, you
0: you would wake you would wake up with your dick cut off if you did half the things that your wife that I did. Not do. <laughs> that is very true. I'm not gonna lie, Simone. You know, she's she's got a mean streak. She can but she can she can be she you know, vengeance can be swift. But yeah, I'm not.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, not even Nicole Blakely. mate,
0: barely. <laughs> Barely the same brawl park. I mean, of, of, the, of the fucking tightrope that you constantly have to walk. I
1: mean, you know, you've got a, You've got a, a
0: very small margin of error for your behaviour. You have to be perfect, husband.
1: <laughs> Not I don't have to be. I just am because you know I'm a perfect human. Because you don't want to end up like Theon Greyjoy. <laughs> I'm a perfect human.
0: Now, um, and, and speaking of brawls, holding car brawl on the weekend. Now, this this one wasn't even that divisive, I think. I mean, I just got so many tweets to my personal account and I think we got some to the This Week in League one as well on Twitter yeah. saying, oh, did you see that fucking brawl? Blah. I mean, people are blowing up on Twitter. or well, not blowing up, but, you know, they're like, that's awesome, you know, biff, blah, blah, blah. And so anyway, we've got um, four under-20s rugby league players facing a total up to 14-week suspension following the uh, the ugly all-in brawl at Campbelltown Stadium. Uh, as promised, the NRL came down hard on the brawls after two players were sent off and another two was simbin during the West Tigers-Canberra game. David Smith issued all clubs a warning in the wake of Paul Gallant's state of origin scuffle with Nate Miles that fighting will not be tolerated and league is followed through. Under the new no-biff policy, players will automatically be simbed in for throwing a punch and the crackdown includes Holden Cup. The match review committee has hit Canberra's uh, Tahakilu Pangai, the hardest, slapping him with a grade 5 contrary conduct charge. He can accept the three-game ban with an early plea. He's got of, a grade 4 difficult
1: name. Fucking oath.
0: And Or he can fight the charge and risk copying the five-match suspension. Teammate Mitchell Barnett was sent off and charged with a grade four contrary conduct and can take a three-match spell with an early guilty plea or be sidelined for four games if he unsuccessfully challenges the judiciary. Nathan Brown for the Tigers was sent off but initially refused to leave the field. He copped a grade three contrary conduct charge and faces two weeks out or a three-game ban if found guilty. And fellow Tiger Kyle Lovett faces two or three games in the stands after being hit with grade two contrary conduct. I think the first thing the first point to make is that the most punished player as far as the judiciary is concerned is the camera player. But not only was he the camera player, he was the one that didn't get sent off he was the one that got sent off. Sorry, he was the one that didn't get sent off.
1: Is that right? Maybe this was yeah. punishment or harsher. Yeah, the other well yeah. Maybe, you if, know, send off is as you know, yeah. a punishment severe enough at the time. Maybe uh, that's where they looked at it. Yeah, maybe. But um yeah, we watched. Nathan the Brown. Um He's a dickhead. Right. <laughs> he's a
0: he's a fucking tosser. That's,
1: and I, that's and I can a hash
0: settle the fuck down. I can say and I can say that with absolute certainty and absolute fearlessness, because that fucking guy got tooled by two camper players, both the guys I imagine who left the field.
1: The second had one, their turn the smacking blondie, him. Up. Blondie for the Raiders. He was the second guy to have a guard in because he came charging in like he felt like he could throw him. Yeah. And he copped two on the chin before he knew what the fuck was going on. <laughs> and that was the second person that, uh, that had towered him up. So, um, Nathan Brown, not only do you have an unfortunate name, which makes you sound like a very poor rugby league coach, well, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's
0: why he wanted to get on the field. He, wanted to, he was on the sideline and got the urge to slap somebody.
1: That's Why <laughs> was, well, was he throwing punches? He should just be slapping people in the face.
0: And he was absolutely wild. Like, he was, you know, the referees broke it up and everything. The two teams had kind of been sent to neutral corners. And he was so intent on charging in. And I don't know what, you know, I don't know was he angry because he got tooled and he wanted to redeem
1: himself? Was he angry was- because he had visions of playing first grade and ended up playing 20 for the West Tigers and knew what his future held? I just don't i was never going to get a run First grade for the Team of Premiership Destiny But he
0: should have been The guy that was punished The most Because he just, just for he being He carried
1: a on Like a fucking Gronk Absolute
0: fucking Dickhead behaviour And then trying to get back on after you've been smacked up too, it's not like you're the guy that you know, you know, who won the fight and all that shit. You you, you know, it's it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, a bit of biff's not too bad, but you know, when you get the the carry on afterwards, like the biff part was fine, but when you get this guy kept trying to charge in again. He charged in twice in the fight. Then he was trying to be like he was trying to actually push past his own teammates to get back into the action again. Then he got taken off the field and he was trying to get back on the field. Like that's what looked bad. For me, yeah, exactly. when that idiot's trying to get back into it two more times, I mean the the biff itself, you know, it was done in dusted in you know fifteen seconds maybe. So, you know, I don't, don't have much of a problem with that. You know, it's always entertaining, gets gets the kiddies fired up, they love it. But yeah, that the extra behaviour, I think, is what the real problem was. And uh, finally, uh, while we're talking suspension stuff, uh, Dylan Napper, rookie for the Sydney Roosters, uh, may become the first player booked by the judiciary for a shoulder charge in an NRL game. Uh, the Match Review Committee is taking a look at the tackle uh, on James Graham, and um, we had uh, the same weekend, we had Ignatius Parsi became the first player sent off, uh, he plays for the Vulcans, of uh, sent does. off for a shoulder charge after a tackle that knocked Who out West fuck? Tigers forward Michael Bullock.
1: Who the fuck calls their kid
0: Ignatius? Yeah, it's not even like Ignatius, which is like, you know, not a common name, but it's not unheard of. Ignatius. I don't wow.
1: know.
0: I mean, Kanye West called, they called their girl Northwest. I mean, stupid names abound. Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin called their kid fucking Apple. People call their Maybe kids Maybe they got
1: stupid. paid a lot of money by Apple yeah. to do that.
0: People call their kids stupid fucking names. That's That's pretty much the... The, the moral of the story, but um, very few. The point is, very few players have been punished for the for uh, shoulder charges at the moment. or there have been kind of you know sort of sanctions. Like you had Fui uh, Fui, he got suspended for a shoulder charge, but that's when he was playing for Tonga, so it wasn't NRL. And uh, Richie so he got banned from a match on a dangerous contact charge uh, for knocking out Ashley Harrison. But that was more um that was an indirect contact charge, which was like you know he was going in for a shoulder charge, but then they had an accidental head clash, and it was, so it was content uh, it was contact arising out of a you know, something that would have been a shoulder charge if he hit it, but he didn't there was
1: incidental contact It just goes to show, you know, and, and we've spoken ad nauseum about it on the show.
0: We've trialled Dr. To John Orchard about it.
1: We have, about the reasons behind the, the shoulder charge rule. And, you know, I can see where they're coming from. But that hit on James Graham, it's ones like that where you just go,
0: it's really, you know,
1: yeah. that's not allowed, that's yeah. not acceptable.
0: It's like, can you imagine? How Come many, on. I mean, if... if yeah, if Simon Dwyer wasn't a cripple now, how many weeks today would he be suspended for that fucking me smash letters that time in that semi? He'd be he'd, would
1: out for twelve. He would weeks? be out for as long as he's been out with his injuries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And
0: the, and that that rule didn't even come into many, exactly. many 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 months until after he actually stopped playing. So yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. And I mean that's the thing. You know, you remember that game was an epic game anyway. But you know that that hit that's one of those things you remember
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: you know,
1: so. I remember that game for other reasons, as well as that hit.
0: Was it what like, Fultz, Fultz, was it Fultz that threw it through the pass? It was Fultz. and then was it was it was fucking two. And, and think about she now. Think down. about now. Two days like, can't catch a pass to save his life. Now
1: he hasn't caught a pass since. He takes an intercept and runs eighty <laughs> meters, and he outruns Lordy Takiri. Fucking
0: hell! Oh, sensational. I mean, that's you know, if that game had to happen last week. He would have he would have knocked that on, and you would have got a set right at the. <laughs> you would have had you know you would have had a, a, probably a set
1: forty meters out. <laughs> and then knocked on and gave <laughs> the rest of the ball back. Yeah, know, yeah, Braithwaite would have kicked
0: the sixty meter field goal. Or something. But, you know. <laughs> wow. Anyway, let's inception. Not, let, let's let's not walk down the you know, memory lane any further. So anyway, the match review committee they have got to study the incident, to determine whether Napper used his arm or if the tackle was a shoulder charge. Uh, the match officials say it was a shoulder charge when he was placed on reports, so they have got to figure that out, and it'll probably you know. It'll be tomorrow tomorrow night as, as we're recording the show, so probably tonight as you're listening to it. So, yeah, that's it. Caps. Okay, we kicked off Friday night football with the Sydney Roosters twenty, defeating the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs eighteen. Um crowd just over twenty thousand, not 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 a bad crowd at all. Uh the Roosters. Speak the man at the moment. Sean Kenny Dow, double. <laughs> Boyd Corner, double. Daniel Mortimer kicked off two it from off. Yeah,
1: it's kicked We Forgot from four. that he got two tries on Friday night.
0: <laughs> Doggies, uh Ben Barber, Dean Halloween, Kristen Inu uh, got tries, Trent Hodkinson, three from three from the boot. <laughs>
1: Dominant performance from the Roosters, I thought. Considering they didn't have any halves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean... um, the score line flattered the Dogs. They had a bit of a late fight back, scored 12 points um, in about the last 10 minutes or so. Made, made things a little bit interesting. But the, the main battle had been won and lost um, much, much earlier in the game. I think the Roosters showed their class and, and some pretty impressive depth in the fact that, like you say, they didn't have Maloney and Pierce. Um, yep. And they named... Sonny Bill in halves. Yeah, which was
0: a, a bit comical, is, but uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, th- and even with Sonny Bill, I mean, the whole thing was, you know, would he even play in the first place? Cause yeah. He, yeah, you know, he'd gone on a record and said he wasn't going to play the dogs at uh, at ANZ. Then all of a sudden, his injury, like you know, this 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 glute injury. He tore or something. His
1: glute, but I can say, I can just say, Roosters fans, you're welcome. Massage the glute issue out. <laughs> you're welcome. I volunteered, flew down, did it for nothing. <laughs> In fact, you paid. Secret you, you, you. ingredient was honey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and happy ending. You used to
1: tenderizer. Just saying. Your <laughs> team makes the finals by two points. You got me to thank for
0: it. So it was a good show of depth anyway from the Roosters, I thought. Um, you know, we we pretty much predicted them to get smashed in this game. And uh, so I guess two things we learned. One, it was, you know, it was a great show of depth from the Roosters.
1: And if you have Sonny Bill, you can't lose.
0: And yeah, and, and two, the doggies, they, they, they just aren't there yet when the referee's not prepared to give them the game. <laughs> You know, they're just like fucking troll. It's it's just the game when I looked at the doggies and I just realised that they weren't just weren't quite there. Yeah, you know one physically?
1: thing we we spoke about the whole bitterness thing between the dogs and and the whole manly and the dogs rivalry, but fuck the the dogs fans v Sonny Bill thing. That's just well, what, that to... what year did that happen?
0: What year did that happen? Five years ago. It was, it was only five years
1: ago. Yeah. Okay. But Sonny Bill played so well and. Single-handedly rubbed sand into the vagina of every Bulldogs fan still cut up about him turning his back on the club.
0: Yeah, and I remember mean, the first game they played where they won thirty-eight nil, and he fucking carved them. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: just like get over it, okay? He's pretty much admitted that he's done the wrong thing. He said, yeah. you know, when he was younger, he did some, made some decisions that, you know, he probably would have handled things a bit differently. The fuck more do you want from the guy? <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, just get over it. Exactly, exactly. No uh, one, you know, he didn't, he didn't kill a family member. Like, he walked out on a club that, you know, had the good grace to, to sign him to a long-term deal. I don't agree with it. I don't think it was right. But fuck me dead. If every single person still bitter about it made every yeah. decision in their life right, and yeah. probably never had one with the magnitude of that, face, been faced with it. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, come on. The doggies have got they've, got... they've got so many more things to be pissed off about than that. Exactly. You know, it's like such ancient history. They've got Michael Ennis in this side. I mean... They've been carrying a Keating for a while too. They've been
1: trying to say for years, Michael Ennis is better than Robbie Farah. And then finally, they've just come to the realisation, no, no he's not. <laughs> They're probably bitter about that too. Take
0: away his mouth and what's he got? Nothing. Nothing. And even then, Eddie monster looking motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Now, um, at Benny27... I knew I should have captained Matt Chechen in Supercoach instead of SBW. Hash <laughs> stupid. Hash proud not to be a bulldog. Life of Ty. He said, it's. it's oh, here comes a referential retard for you, Glenn. Got it's, it. It's the fucking wine. Napolina wine mixer. No. Nah. Yeah. Okay. Not cool. even okay. on the
1: same planet as that. Brothers. Uh. CA
0: photo 10. After reviewing statistics and putting them through some complicated algorithms, I can reveal T-Rexes on $1,000 per meter. <laughs> uh, he then went on to say, um, you could really hear the Bulldogs fans lift as T-Rex ran to the sideline.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we got Fish DMC. Romulo really filling in for Reynolds, faking illegal tackles and all. Hash gutter trash. Wow. Now, 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 now David McDonald, aka at Fish DMC on Twitter. Now... You, it seems like you haven't been tweeting us for that long, but you know, if you went back to our first season of our show and you know, and subsequent episodes since, you know, Romulo he's like the possibly the number one mascot for the show. Sure, we haven't been, you
1: know, it's much this year. I, I didn't actually tell you this, but we obviously moved into a new house and um, we bought an entire house full of new furniture. Yeah. And Nicklin was Nicklin basically went and picked it all. I like, know where this my, is going. My only my <laughs> only stipulation was I wanted to fuck off big couch. Yeah, for the for the media room yeah. and a fuck off big TV which I got. Yeah, and um, Nicklin handled it, everything else. She rang me and said, "Found this couch, and uh, it's X amount of dollars, which was fucking twice as much as what I thought she was going to be spending yeah. on the couch for that particular room." And um, I said, "Oh yeah, righto." And then, she yes, said, dear. Okay. She goes, "This is an ottoman that goes with it." I said how much is that and she told me it's like half the price of the fucking couch again (laughs) which was already twice the budget that I'd set just for the couch I was like ring it up I can't say no to an ottoman (laughs) I cannot say no to an ottoman exactly and now every time I see it I smile and I think of Joel
0: (laughs) there you go see there you go maybe you need to reconsider your stance there
1: I refuse to put my feet on it
0: yeah Life of Ty said uh waiting for the avalanche of hash dogs of boar excuses. Hash Peshitic. Uh Drew underscore Nathan Five. That was fucked. Captain Murder's killing knees now. These are hash Marty Kennedy's ACL in decline.
1: Yeah, fucking he looked to be in a hell of a lot of pain. Is it an ACL, is it?
0: I thought I thought that was the preliminary thing, but I think it, what, what you said it was like a, I think it was a leg thing afterwards, was it? Yeah, or, yeah. This this was tweeted at the at the, at time. the time of the game. Yeah, so um, I think since then it's come out to be because remember it was like he was on the ground, and they're like he's fucking dead, like he's he's literally dead, mm. and then they're like, oh no, he's actually getting up and you know sort of getting off under his own sort of you know speed a little bit, whereas first I they're like, oh you know it's just so bad he's you know can just you know just dig a hole,
1: and but I'm um, cruising in his head can you know yeah break your leg. You probably want to up your dairy intake.
0: Exactly. Uh Life of Ty came back on that and said, um, Didn't we ban the shoulder charge? Inu spitefully ruins another man's season. And he tweeted that to the NRL as well. GT three fifty one underscore Johns. We were flat, better team on the night one, at least we didn't give up and kept it close. Still hash, proud to be a bulldog. Go doggies.
1: That's very measured and Yeah. That's
0: one dog's lot. fan's view. Another dog's fan, Chapo the creator, oh this fucking would him. say the Bulldogs aren't a top four side and once again, William shows he's a waste of money. Hash T-Rex. W-R-E-C-K-S. Uh, CA Photo 10. Of Bulldogs fans. <laughs> it's funny. CA Photo 10 comes in with his third T-Rex-related tweet. Congrats to T-Rex showing SKD who the boss of NRL oxygen thieves really is.
1: What a sad little life he leads. I'll
0: tell you what, the Bulldogs fans, f- <laughs> there you go, was something to be angry about. Yeah. Fucking Desi throwing 600 or 650 Gs onto fucking T-Rex. How about yeah. that?
1: What about Chris the Photo Man? Yeah. Um, What a sad little life he leads. Just all week, just sitting around, on the weekends especially, sitting around, you know what I'm going to do now? You know what I'm going to do now, Mum? Because he lives with his mum. Hey, Mum, just going to tweet this week in league. Okay, dear. Hey, Mum, you know what I'm going to do now? It's five minutes later. Just going to tweet this week in league. Then on fucking, you know, Tuesday... Hey, Mum, guess what I just did? Sent this with me a photo on their Facebook page. How cool am I? Mum, what do you reckon? I still think you're pretty cool, love. Can't wait till the weekend when I can tweet him again. 500 fucking times. I value all of the feedback <laughs> and tweets that we
0: get from our listeners, and Glenn's views are not necessarily representative of the program's views. Wow. Asterisk. <laughs> I'm going to have to completely asterisk the fuck out of you there. You're, you've gone, you've gone, you've gone rogue. <laughs> you've gone fucking. Mental. I
1: like you are doing all that tweeting there, mate. Can you please put some pants on? It's unnerving when you're sitting there on the couch like that.
0: You, you tweet how you want, Chris. <laughs> Seriously, don't let Glenn tell you otherwise. Let me tell you. All right. Let's get to it. West Tigers, 17. Defeated Canberra Raiders, 12. Discombobulated. Discombobulated them. At uh, at Campbelltown Stadium in uh, front of a crowd of under 8,000 people. Oh, Um, let's let's disclaimer that. A poor crowd for the first ever fucking Smeagol-Lenevez Cup.
1: I don't get that either. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you fucking do.
0: (laughs) Now, um, tries, West Tigers, David Nofaluma, Joel Reddy, Tim Simona, we'll get back to Joel Reddy though, Uh, Benji got one from three conversions, the one he did did. get was a fucking sideline conversion, Uh, he got a field goal, he also got a penalty goal, the Raiders 12 points, tries to Shandor Earl, Anthony Milford, uh, two from two for Jarrett Croker.
1: Look, what a feel good story this is for the NRL, the West Tigers, making this charge towards the grand final. I tell you, you know, they're, they're really, you know, in a in a time where everyone everyone's disillusioned with the game, they're disillusioned with the salary cap, they're disillusioned with cheating, they're disillusioned with, you know, players, you know, trying to get every, they're, they're, they're going above and beyond to try and circumvent the rules to try and get an edge and then you've got these little battlers, they're out there, <laughs> they're just doing their best, they've defined the odds, they've defined a clock the on odds. This. And, you know, they've come up trumps, Nathan, and there's no better feel-good story in the NRL than the West Tigers are at this point in time. I mean, they've won three of their last four games. Um, what know, happened in the fourth one? I, Flood by 20, It I just escapes me for this moment, but let me get back to the feel-good story that is the West Tigers. I, you know, I couldn't be happier for them, these little Aussie battlers. Just a bunch of kids. Just a bunch of kids, Nathan. <laughs> a bunch of kids. That, it's a kid's... Put your books down. Put your books down. Your crayons down. It's time to go and play some football. And they go out. That's, exact,
0: just, that's exactly right. And you forgot one thing. Stop weaving your
1: baskets. <laughs> Stop weaving your baskets. It's time to blow. Like, kick the footy. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna bypass today's car breaking into cars class. We're gonna go and kick the football, in. and that's this is a type of endeavor. This is a type of you know good spirited you know. Just want to do they just want to do well, these kids. This is what we want in our youth. Guys like and Joel they, Reddy are like, what number can I play? Can I play the number
0: purple? <laughs> and they're like, no, no, Joel. No, no Joel. Joel
1: Because we, you still can't count a potato. We, we, but <laughs> But it's just so good to see they come out against the Raiders. They were highly fancy the Raiders. They were on a bit of a streak. Had some stars in their team. Come up against, you know, a bunch of kids, as I said, little battlers. Couldn't get the job done. Tigers, too good.
0: Now, the first point about this game is this is the worst the Canberra Raiders have played all year, perhaps even two years.
1: This is the best the Canberra Raiders were allowed to play by the secondly, West Tigers.
0: this game was fucking atrocious. It was just drop fest, terrible... And it's funny to see the stuff come out. I mean, like, Glenn, you know, we know that he's just being funny when he says that dumb shit. But, like, people who actually have to be serious and, you know, uh, have jobs around it are like, oh, fucking Benji's back. He's justifying his existence. No, 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 no. Just because Benji fucking did something, like a thing, now he will
1: on his back? Look, in all honesty, I think the Raiders took very little advantage of considerable opportunity presented to them by the Tigers by way of their mistakes. Um But the conditions stopped the Tigers really running away with it I think. I think Raiders put the cue in the rack um, and certainly after the ready try and and I think that the Tigers had all the momentum, but the conditions
0: And they had all be. the refereeing as well. Um, in the, And there, there was some there's some sketchy things like where there was a, a penalty against against the Raiders for a strip and then the exact same thing happened the other way and it was a knock-on against the Raiders. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know but, the Raiders but that Raiders could matched.
1: possibly have anything to say about the referees considering I think the think Reese Robinson, was he tackled or yeah, of that, course he was fucking tackled. And that was the that was Which the led thing. directly think, to a try.
0: I think that whatever happened to... Well, you know, you know some people would say that, you know, that, you know, the
1: tackle wasn't affected well those people would be fucking retarded because the arm carrying the ball was on the ground and the uh, opposition player had his hand on him which effectively is a tackle <laughs> so anyone saying that is a fucking once again a fucking retard
0: you know who agrees with you? who? St. George fans they'd agree with you but other than that <laughs> wow. know, they, they'd agree with you exclusive because, company there because well, yeah, in 1996 they fucking menstruate over fucking Matthew Ridge being, being tackled when he you off-line you score a only person that would
1: bring that up you no one cares. Oh,
0: Who cares what happened in 1996? Trotters. Trotters still isn't over that. And I mean, the St. George fans, no St. George isn't fans. Isn't it are-
1: amazing that someone that clearly has the problems that Trotters has. <laughs> he wakes up in the morning, he looks in the mirror, he's a disappointed man. And not because of what happened in 1996 in a fucking grand final, let me tell you. He takes one look at himself, he thinks, the fuck of it, where, where did I go wrong?
0: Poor Trotters. He's one, he's one. He's He's a wonderful human, and I don't know why he's so angry at him for nothing. He's a
1: cat. Now, um, he is. um the Raiders, I think Benji answered some of the critics, I, um, who said that he's lost it, but, um, I don't think there's still a lot of people out there saying, and and myself included, saying he's not worth his contract upgrade at this moment. Um, Fuck off and, the
0: Japanese rugby, is what I say.
1: And I just think one game where he had a solid game, I don't think he was at his best. Yeah, he's, and he, the fact that he had a chance to put a real exclamation point on the game. Mm -hmm. He picked up that loose ball in his own end goal. Mm -hmm. He stepped three or four players. He ran 60 metres. Then what happened? He could have taken the tackle. He could have not thrown a flick pass.
0: Smart player would have taken the tackle.
1: Exactly. But no, throws a flick pass directly to Jared Croker of all (laughs) fucking people. And it was that good a flick pass that Jared Croker actually caught it. Yeah, I mean. What were the odds of that? Jared Croker <laughs> catching it. And he didn't even cry.
0: Exactly. Well, he, yeah, when he, he caught still, it. Still, he still had tears in his eyes. He always it does. He
1: probably well. He always does. He's an emotional kid. He's very emotional. Jared Croker. It's like but before he, he... had the chance to put the exclamation point on it, and, and he didn't. And it just goes to show he's not quite there. You know, this week, quality side... You know, can't say that he won't get another minute of the match performance. And, Look,
0: this and, week, Benji's, Benji, I, I, I would rate him like a 5 out of 10, which looks fantastic next to the 2s and 1s that he's been accumulating yeah. over a recent time. But he's still a long way from a 10, and, you know, even he's a long way from a, you know, from a 7 or an 8. You know who did play probably their best game since they've joined the West High? Adam Tigers? Blair? Fucking Adam Blair. Yeah. The dude racked up some meters. His best game... I, I Moving dare, to
1: prop has been an absolute
0: masterstroke. I dare say is the best game he's... Ever had for the West Tigers by a fucking considerable it's margin. It's the best
1: game he's ever had in his career. And I've said a lot about the kids, and, and so I should, because they are fucking skillful geniuses. But Liam Fulton...
0: Led them, led them around like like Benji only wished he could.
1: What a fucking hero that kid is. Yeah, you thought I thought He's not Benji. even a kid. I, I dare he's say... He's an I old give, man. I give more credit to Liam Fulton than Benji. Liam Fulton is a fucking god. And I don't say that just because he and I could be twins. <laughs> he... Yeah, in, in the sense of he's an axe, mate.
0: In the sense of the the, the Schwarzenegger Devito, with you being the Danny Devito twin, and how, and Lean Ford being the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. How deep? Because he's got the talent and the he's an axe and he's you know football successful. Oh, I just career. meant
1: like in physical appearance, in the fact that we both got bald heads. <laughs> the only thing the only, you know what the
0: only thing you guys could possibly have in common other than the bald heads is that you're both just as likely to throw a fucking game losing play in a, in a, in a semifinal <laughs> right no, when you don't no. need
1: to <laughs> Liam Fulton would make it to a semifinal I probably wouldn't um, look I was pretty pretty happy with the fact that the Tigers got the win um, certainly after the Broncos game um, you know they needed to come out and make a bit of a statement and the statement was that the Tigers are back and they're charged. The premiership starts again now, and uh,
0: you know, unconvincing. Two, 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 two uh, not shit sides. That's that's a very harsh thing to say. But two sides played a shit game of footy. Uh, conditions weren't conducive to good footy. But I mean, these sides aren't really good footy sides anyway. So you know, yeah, one plus one equals two, and you know, two being a pretty ordinary fucking spectacle. But I stayed strong, and I watched this thing in solidarity with Glen from start to finish instead of watching the uh, the, the uh, rugby union game. Because as I said at the start of the show, and I will repeat it, the worst game of rugby league is still better than the best game of union. I agree. That's fucking scientific fact. Now, also, had to support Glenn as well because, you know, we might, we might go at it on the show and have bets and all that sort of stuff. But mm-hmm. when someone outside the show, like Dr. Sexy, is putting a bet on one of us, then fucking, he's got to lose that bet. That's exactly right. And he did. And he did. And uh and so you've got and yourself a looking, jersey.
1: I'll be looking resplendent in my Western Suburbs West Tigers heritage strip. There you go. I cannot wait. I haven't told him that that's what I wanted. <laughs> He's probably out there like going to flea markets and buying the fucking cotton to get a fucking jersey stitched up by his local seamstress. It's well, his nice, personal you know. tailor. Well, his what personal tailor, saying? exactly. I mean, he's, 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 he's this. He's Hollywood. Top you know, boy. yeah, Hollywood. he say Hollywood. <laughs> <He's> say Hollywood.
0: <laughs> but no, he's a good sport about it too, and he sent a photo through with his face painted as a tiger. But I suspect that might have been an old photo. Not not nearly as fun as if, like, you know, he had to shave his head and, and get his whole head
1: painted like Imagine, a the imagine if I had to shrek uh, it up.
0: Oh, uh, exactly. It'd be sensational. Um, Twitter, CA photo 10. Apparently, to save time tonight, the ground announcer is going to introduce the crowd to the players. <laughs> Garbs 1985. Bring your own socks day at the Tigers in decline. Different pair of oh, socks we didn't for each that. room.
1: Yeah, that was so- actually a pretty good initiative, I thought what what does like it the,
0: other no, than other than like paying homage to to you know your junior club is there anything else that went to it did like you know were there some kind of funds or something dispersed the junior clubs or, or in oh, I
1: don't think so I okay. think they were just probably marking all the junior clubs that have gone broke now that the West Tigers don't really have a presence there
0: yes yeah, it's like this this is my junior club but um but but you know they can go fuck themselves financially yeah <laughs> See, I played
1: for this club and made it all the way to first grade but anyone currently playing for that club won't be able to that's that's the message.
0: They don't even get oranges. They don't get any cans of Solo. No bananas. No lollies.
1: <laughs> what about another story? Had to, it was our turn to bring the fruit for soccer. Okay. The other weekend.
0: And what? And what? And what? With with kids like under sixes or whatever soccer, what is expected as far as like a spread when the team you you're is it the away team brings it or is it just like no, a home I, team brings um, it or
1: home team okay home team brings so it. So what is expected? But we t- just bring it for our club. I think they. The other opposition team. You know, at the end of the day I would fucking feed them the opposition. Oh, okay. So this is just you personally. Yeah, just your, your family has to provide for the team this That's week. Right. Okay. And um <laughs> I had to get my mum to cut the oranges up, and I was like I couldn't think like all the times back in the early days of the show when he used to say and we went such and such went into oranges with yeah. and fuck it used to shit me. <laughs> And, oh, oh, you know, I never knew you, fe- you felt that way
0: because I'd, I'd bring it back if I
1: didn't know that. <laughs> but I was, I was like, I almost don't want to take the fucking oranges because it reminds me of Nate. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried one and it was sour because it reminded me of you.
0: Uh, i haunt your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> um, ben Dunn, 43, said, Hey, at West Tigers, he tweeted to the official account, and Raiders Canberra, you owe me money for watching this game. It's fucking awful. Fair call.
1: I thought it was magnificent. I took all my clothes off and watched it on the couch on my own.
0: Well, you know, Winners are Grinners. Erebus Chaos said, uh, did I just witness Marshall kick one from the sideline? He hasn't done that since, well, ever. Hash, Bullshit. can't believe my he eyes. He always kicks the hard ones, mate. Always. NZ Warrior
1: Forum. one so is in front where you are.
0: Yeah. NZ Warrior Forum said, well done, champ. You earned that one. Exciting finish. Fulton is the man. Agreed. Praise from across the ditch. I like it. Mike underscore existence. The refs really bent us over in the last 10 minutes and spoiled what was a really good tough game. Bad first half decisions cost us more. I agree on all counts. Toto TV said the Tigers get another win, but no one gives a shit because the Wallabies are playing. Hash Tigers in decline. Hash Wallabies over Tigers. See, I disagree with that wholeheartedly and it's not even my team. Fucking cat. Rugby Union in decline. You know what? I would like to consider myself as someone who's, while I'm not a fan of, of all sports... I've got a couple of sports that I really, really like, like you know, rugby league and, um, and NFL and um, NHL in particular, a bit of cricket, but... Cricket? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, one day is... Are you fucking you know, serious? I mean, like something, you know, cricket's good if you like, if you're working and, you know, because I work from home, you know, I can, you know, put the TV on and have it going, just what this background. What a fucking
1: revelation. And yet you're not a, you're not a basketball fan.
0: I don't mind. I don't. I don't like or dislike. I'm just not into. it, I don't have a team. I don't have any. You know, like emotional stake in. You know that sort of thing. Like it's all right. Like it's fun to play. But like I'm you know, as as far as like you know watching it. And, you know, I'm not a massive fan. But it's not. I'm just not into it. Like I don't. I don't. I don't have any negative feelings towards it. I just you know, got limited fucking hours in a day, man. But the point is that um yeah, you know, and even the sports I'm not into. Like you know, obviously you know MMA and that's a big one. But um the the sports I'm not into I. I still sort of, you know, just through, you know, you see the news and everything like that, and you kind of keep up on, you know, what's sort of going around. But with the the Super, whatever it is now, is it Super 14?
1: I think it's just called Super Rugby. They lost count.
0: Did they? Okay. Well, with the Super Rugby this year, they've done such a fucking terrible job in this country that it got to about the fourth round before I even realised it fucking started for the
1: year. Yeah, it's... I I think this time of year with the the wallabies and all the rest of it, pe- people are actually more conscious of rugby union. But yeah. fuck, it goes off the radar at the start of the season.
0: I was literally shocked because normally you know you'll get the thing, you'll sit, you'll you'll be on the radio and they're talking about the Reds playing at you know at Suncorp that weekend or something. But it was literally four weeks into the competition before I realised that it even fucking started.
1: I do um I do cop a fair bit of rugby talk because a bunch of people at work are all um. Private pri- school boys, private school educated, yep. and um, and fucking bullfeds, mm-hmm. and they've all played rugby, yeah, and they don't like it when I say. You're 120 kilo. You've got a head like a fucking watermelon. How many penalty do- penalty goals do you kick? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck off, mate! You don't understand the game. I said I understand watching penalty goals add fucking nauseam. Thank you very much. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I played Please I played, answer my question about how many penalty goals do you kick?
0: And the answer Zero. is none. You were the bottom rung on the ladder that everyone fucking trot over to get to the fucking ball. <laughs> exactly. To move the ball down the field to the point where a penalty goal was an option. <laughs> but um yeah, I played nines at school in the off season. Uh really? Around yeah, but like nines is like it's the same as league sevens. It's just like it's fun. It's just like you know, it's like fucking touch football with like, you know, a little bit of tackling in there, you know. Yeah. So it's just fun, but yeah. Anyway. Um <laughs> Ca photo ten. How would you like shares in Woodstock Bourbon and Ansel Jizzcatchers tonight in Campbelltown? <laughs> Hash big night. Hash Tigers in hey,
1: Spending money on condoms
0: <laughs> you know, How do you think all these? West- how
1: do you think all these thirteen-year-old mums come about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly, Chapo the creator. And he said, "Yeah, Benji took a massive dive there to earn his penalty." Hash Benji's manhood in decline. Oh, that guy's so, fucking. This it. tweet. This tweet. They just hate this tweet itself. I didn't care for either way. But this hashtag here is why it had to be included. First one, Benji's manhood in decline. Don't care about that. The next one, Pash, Cogger never dived.
1: Well, Cogger never took a dive in his life, but neither does Benji Marshall.
0: I mean, But Cogger won like fucking 5% of the games he played too. So I mean, what you know, what's it going to be?
1: What do you mean? <laughs> I, just, I, just, I don't <laughs> understand. Why would Trevor Cogger need to take a dive? He lost every game he ever played.
0: To earn penalties to maybe win the games, how many did he lose by two points?
1: Just fucking, fucking, not many we were getting pumped by 40, 40
0: <laughs> hey footy facts tell us give us that how many
1: oh how, fucking how, Jesus how many games how much it? time could that guy possibly have oh, I think he's awesome footy facts guy Yeah, I, legend I
0: Put it. I'm just putting it out there and if he has the time maybe you <laughs> can figure I'm it just out just saying
1: us. unless he's a professional statistician and he may well be but all I'm saying is if you are a professional statistician I can't believe I've just pumped that out twice yeah. without fucking it up Yeah, I'm not going to go for a third yeah if that is indeed his occupation, fuck, he spent a lot of time fucking around looking up Western Suburbs <laughs> Magpies Facts. <laughs> I hope you work for yourself because that's not very productive. That's all I'm saying.
0: That's Kareem Karan. Is this the beginning of the Tigers' march to a grand final lost to Manly? Hash not likely. Hash Benchy showed up. And then he's gone. Hash, fuck off clock.
1: Yeah, he's, he's jumped on the. Clock, he has ben jumped wagon. on it. He
0: sort of started out like he was supporting the clock, and then he's, he's like, no, in denial. I agree. Yeah,
1: he he likes the clock, but he's in
0: denial. He's just he's just trying to figure out. Yeah, he's a clockophobe. He's is just, what
1: he is. He's, 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 he's clockophobic.
0: He loves the clock, but he's just trying to figure out how to how to break the news to his friends and family. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, really, essentially. Uh, Troy underscore seventy nine. What a shithouse house fucking game of football! Raiders came down to the Tigers' retardedness and couldn't snap out of it. Hash sack Shillo. I well,
1: just you know. Nathan, look. That's exact. That's a fair. That's a fair assessment, actually. I am not normally. Yeah, I am. I'm a vengeful god. I really am, and I can just say, fucking, when the Tigers are in the midst of the, the you know ten game winning streak they're about to go on, before they enter the finals and go on another win streak. But you know, as they say, I'm just trying to calculate new season. How many games are left in the season? Ten. And um, all I can say is, when they're in the midst of it, there's going to be people looking at it, listening to me. Talking as I have, even when they were running last,
0: and think, fucking idiot.
1: <laughs> They're going to, because they get the spoon. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have a sphincter like a decimal point.
0: You know the what? The thought
1: of the Tigers actually making the eight, slash winning the comp, like I've called for all season, is going to do some people's heads in. I am
0: all for the West Tigers getting into finals this season. All for it, man. Here we go. Punchline. Every finals pack needs cannon fodder to get blasted. Out. <laughs> there it is. Like the Broncos were last year, <laughs> Sharkies. Okay, uh, next. Uh South Sydney Rabbitohs, 30, defeated Parramatta Eels, 10, uh, front of 17,000 and a touch, people. Uh, Rabbitohs, there 30 points came, tries to Dylan Walker, Adam Reynolds, Dylan Farrell, Justin Hunt, John Sutton. Perfect five from five for Adam Reynolds. And the Eels double to Kencio and one from two conversions from Chrissy
1: Sandow. It takes South's best player out of their side. You're still left with the top eight team, I think. Inglis wasn't there. They didn't really miss a beat. You do the same to Para. <laughs> and they struggle to win a pub league game take Jared Howe out of that side and, and fuck me dude they're a rabble
0: that's the thing I think a lot of teams you could take a, take their best player out put them up against Parramatta and you'd get a similar sort of result I think but um, yeah I'm not well I
1: mean at the end of the day the West Tigers were playing out there, playing without their best player in Robbie Farrar didn't miss a beat beat you know an up and coming Raiders side that many are expecting to, to make the 8 um, you know Parramatta couldn't get it done I'm saying. Um, I think it's a now official. Um, Parramatta really have quit on their season, if, it, mm-hmm. if, if, it, if there was any doubt left. Um, and Ricky can, as we spoke about earlier, Ricky can blame the referees all he wants, but this is really on him. Um, th- this uh, whole situation yeah. with telling these players that they're not wanted, um, and I guess in the some ways it's probably told fair. Some,
0: we told some that they're like, you know, not only aren't you wanted, like you, there is no fucking chance for you to turn this this verdict around. Sure. Then there was the group where it was like you know, you can find somewhere next year, but exceptional performances in the run home may see you offered a you know mm. a continued role at the club. So
1: I I just I can see that he's he's trying to um, to make his stand there, but it, it's pretty clear the effect it's had. Yeah, it, it's killed the morale of the group and. Um, and this is the sort of result they can expect for the for the rest of the season, I think. Um, I've got a big call on Adam Reynolds. I think in three years' time, he'll be the most dominant halfback in the NRL. He is, considering he's had one season... Why three? Off, just giving him the age, and I think, um, you know, as a halfback, they take time. I think he's very good controlling a game now with his kicking game. I yep. think his passing game is very, very selective. He's an old head on young shoulders... Um, I just think with that little bit of extra experience it's hard to believe he's only really played one full season of first grade yeah yeah. it's uh, he is he's something else he's like, he's, really like a, he's like
0: a young Daly Cherry Evans without the premiership glory let's
1: <laughs> okay, go to Twitter shall we
0: <laughs> okay um, the straight edge Andrew John uh, ex Andrew John X says uh, another week another episode of Matt Keating trolling his own team hash all in capitals. Just fuck off, you useless cunt. <laughs> Sensational. You can see it right there from across the room. Uh, <laughs> wow. Drew underscore Nathan five said, uh, "Watching Souths and their clipping league tackles makes me want to stab cunts." People getting people getting saucy on the uh, on the one.
1: What? A bit of blue language. And um,
0: yeah, and and you know, and, and Drew, he'd know, he'd know about stabbing cunts too. I'm sure he's bayoneted many people in his uh, in his time.
1: Oh, yeah, no. I had an interesting little analogy that I was going to throw in there, but... <laughs> All right. Uh, involved you want- Drew bayoneting, you know, in an incestual type of thing. With oh, yeah, let's not go there. Um, oh, who did you just fuck over? <laughs> what? Do I just wreck shit every Stop week. Stop
0: wrecking them. Shane, Aaron, Elvis. Souths were good. Para aren't as bad as I thought. In soggy conditions, we saw ball skills that would bring a tear to Elton John. <laughs> Explain uh, that entire tweet to me. South South were 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 decent. They were you know they were good. Good that's a fair assessment. Parramatta pretty pretty fucking ordinary. I mean like they were kind of sort of in it. They started out half-time. okay. Yeah.
1: Half time of... they were right Jeez, they, they fell apart. The if
0: end. they had scored the first try in the second half, then you know, maybe you know, we might have been a bit of a game, but I mean South scored almost immediately in the second half. Mm. So, you know, that's no good. Um, J T underscore Goldie, new player has entered the game. And says, hate South with a passion. It's horrible seeing them win on the field. They are a disgraceful team. Fuck me! I'm, I'm, I'm instantly fucking in love. Uh, Andrew John X, ex Andrew John X, comes back and said, Sticky should have sacked those twelve players on the spot instead of watching them play like absolute dog shit for the rest of 2013. That's probably fair enough too. I think that the the Parramatta board and you know and those people would be well informed as to you know this is what I was going to do. This is a likely, if, you know, it's a possible, if not a likely, outcome to this. This is, could go one or two ways. This is, you know, one of the eventualities you need to prepare yourself for to live through this for the rest of the 2013 season because I've got plans that, you know, go into 2014, blah, blah, blah. But the fans, there's people who pay for memberships and they pay for season tickets to go to, you know, like a dozen games a year. I mean, you know, they can't enjoy going and watching their team get fucking smashed every week. They're the well, ones who get hurt by it.
1: You would not imagine that that's a lot of fun for them. No, and like some
0: people would say that you know they're Parramatta fans and they deserve it. But I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. A lot of mainly like you know you know through the eighties I was like you know mainly Parramatta was a thing, but I, I don't really carry too much of that around because I hate Super League teams more than I hate any other ARL side. So they're kind of at least in my you know least eight least hated sides. Jesus <laughs> so uh, at Evil Conspiracy Ben Roberts playing in dummy half to maximize his touches in the game brilliant (laughs) hash winning formula hash super coach hash tigers in decline Benny27 when I read R. Stewart was giving 12 players the axe I was shocked now I think he should axe the lot and he's tweeted that to the power eels as well and gone hash eels in decline Fella, how, how much further can they decline? Yeah. They <laughs> well, yeah, already yeah. come last. CA Photo 10 said, is there a bigger victim in the NRL than Ricky? He'd fair can find an issue with winning Lotto. Hash, <laughs> Ricky winge <laughs> Mup23 said, how does a coach who continues to name Ben Roberts try and blame someone else with a straight face?
1: Yeah. Good
0: yeah. Point. Dashing Dan 1. I wonder what the fine would be for pissing on a ref. Ash Packer plus Ricky. Well, I mean NRL math dictates it would be thirty thousand dollars.
1: <laughs> exactly. No,
0: really. Um, unless there's some kind of discount for bulk purchase like Costco or something. <laughs> you know. um, at Rob Moore V1. This is an interesting tweet. Watching Souths. When I was coaching the county, I picked Gurgis and decided not to pick his twin because I thought he was shit. Ash <laughs> idiot. <laughs> So I want to hear more from Rob Moore. Yes. So he so where did it, you know, which county was it that he coached? What was the situation there with the Burgesses at what age were they when he was dealing you know, that's interesting to yeah. me. Yeah,
1: maybe hit us up with an email. Because, yeah. fuck that'd be a lot of tweets
0: explaining that in hundred and forty characters D- a time. Yeah. Okay, CA photo ten to finish up said, uh if a golfer with a twenty eight handicap bags the greenkeeper, you're telling <laughs> to shut the fuck up. Ricky is that twenty eight marker, refs are the greenkeeper. Okay, moving on to uh, Monday Night bitch, The Gold Coast Titans eighteen predictably defeated a very depleted Melbourne Storm twelve.
1: Predictable, I ask because we're rugby league profits.
0: Now, the venue Skill Park, the crowd, as written in front of me, thirteen thousand and forty four. Now, now that is... they
1: did actually seem to be a fairly decent scattering of crowd. As that's as about as complimentary I can as I can be to the, the away supporters' uh, base crowd,
0: as always. Fairly well populated. But... By Melbourne fans. What the fuck? Exactly. Were you there at that game when those Melbourne fans started and you had time and went to watch with Risby? Yes. Yeah. That's funny. Fucking Melbourne fans.
1: How was that time we picked, we stabbed a guy with a Risby stick? <laughs> <laughs> just remember sitting there.
0: We didn't even have a stake in it. I was just sitting there watching the game between the Eels and Titans.
1: And then some fuckhead just...
0: And I was wearing a manly jacket or something like that. Hoodie, and these, yeah. these Storm fans started up and, you know, 40 nil it's an argument stopper. Bam. So then it has to go to fisticuffs,
1: doesn't it? <laughs> it, it went to another level at the mention of 40 nil, And then once that particular Melbourne fan, which I think might have been Ghost Storm 1, who knows, um, once it As went possible, there, yeah. they tried to fire up and then you were like, anyway, you're just a bunch of filthy cheats. And fuck me, didn't interrupt. <laughs> hey, I was just once... Those you know, players didn't know. Those players weren't cheats. How oh, dare and you? And
0: then I'm like, I'm, then I'm How instantly... Dare you? I'm instantly regretting saying anything. I mean, not because I was worried about their aggression, but because I was just like, oh, fucking now I've got it. Now they're the fucking... They just, I didn't now even I've see about to just,
1: explain it to this oh, person.
0: Well, that's, it's like, I didn't even see them like under their seats but they've pulled out fucking all of them had a violin and they just start playing this fucking story about their <laughs> oh, their team and I was like oh fuck it was a tragedy alright
1: so we stabbed them with a risby stick
0: exactly fuckers okay anyway um, Gold Coast Titans tries to get it to Gord and Anthony Don <laughs> Luke O'Dwyer I'm not going to say that his Don is a good thing because fuck people overuse that thing for Anthony Don it's, it's ridiculous and,
1: and quite frankly he's not
0: yeah, exactly. Uh, Caesar he got uh, two from three conversions and a penalty goal. Storms twelve points came a double on debut to Ben Hampton. Uh, conversions: Gareth Widdop got one, Maurice Blair got one. Gareth Widdop obviously not able to function for the second one because uh, yeah, painful, gee. painful looking. Dis- Speaking dis- of that, dragons
1: this. dragons can't really take a trick. It's,
0: well, yeah. they signed him, and they say that, but I mean, the apparently there was no like you know tendon or ligament damage, just it just popped out. So they, the Storm are hoping to have him, have him back into the finals.
1: If they're lucky enough to make it.
0: Well, you know, given they're like second on the ladder and, you know, sailing along pretty well. Yeah, I think, well, you know, I
1: mean, everyone on the ladder is going to take a, at least one step down, aren't they, Nathan? Unless the Tigers make their charge.
0: No, no, Glenn, I don't think that's going to happen. That's actually not going to happen.
1: <laughs> well, that being the case, um, you know, my opinion, and certainly based on the Chris Lawrence thing, um You'd think never be the same, well, it'll be at least two thousand fifteen before w- wit is anywhere near the form that, that the dragons actually signed him to to replicate for their club um let's hope that he you know he does make it back for melbourne and and can sort of hit the ground running pardon the pun for for the dragons um next season excuse me he's um he's obviously a big part of what they're trying to do there next year, so jamal idris he's actually. This is one of the best games I've seen him play, certainly for the last two seasons.
0: Idris has been fucking good for like you know the last maybe six weeks. He's, He's been, been fairly very good. solid. Yeah, yeah. This game
1: his aggression in defence, and then the way he was running the ball as well, um, that's the sort of that's the sort of player the Titans desperately wanted when they signed him from Canterbury. When he wasn't,
0: the, I don't even think he was that player in Canterbury. Towards his latter stage, there.
1: Oh, not towards it. Once he signed with the Titans, I he think, was on the, I think, pretty, the I think he's pretty. I think he's
0: he's almost approaching something that you would call career best form. Dare I say?
1: And that is a big call from. Geez, we came the piss out of him. Yeah, first but season yeah, with the but
0: deservedly so. I mean, he was clearly out of shape, and you know, disinterested, and you know, maybe out of favour with. You know, we've had a bit of a hierarchy change there in the Titans as well. You know, maybe something's changed there. I mean, you wouldn't think that would affect him too much. I mean, you He's know, the coaching guy. staff are pretty much the same, but... sensitive guy.
1: For the Storm, just as widdup goes down, you know, Ben Hampton shows up, scores two tries. Um, ready made. Ready made. The Storm, they keep coming up with these youngsters and yep. I'm not one to to really normally hark back to the whole salary cap thing with yep. the Storm, but For a club with no real junior nursery, you know, save um, Mahe, what's his name? Yeah, Fanua. Fanua, that's it. But
0: aside from Brisbane.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, I just wonder, you know, the attraction for the Storm, given the fact that they, you know, in some of the formative years for these guys that are coming through, they had Inglis Slater. Yep. um, Cronk and Smith, right? Dominant team. Faleo. Faleo as well. Um, these guys come through the ranks and they're signed up or these scouts because of the quality of, of the football that they can play and the players that are in the team. You know, and so they're signed up from whatever 14, yeah, or what you know, how many years are we talking now? Um, 14, 15, or even yeah. 16 year olds, and now they're starting to come through these young kids you know that's that's the other side of you know of what they were doing as well you know they yeah, yeah. gained an advantage um as far as attracting junior talent because they had so many great players in their team
0: but remember as well, it's like seven years since they, they, you know, lost the grand final and then, you know, then they won attained a grand final and they got flogged in the greatest grand final ever. Mm. But I mean, it's seven years since, you know, so you look at that, you take, you know, kids have got to finish high school or, you know, whatever. So, you know, 17. And so these are 10-year-olds back then. Mm. So, I mean, there has been that carrot that, you know, when they're looking at signing the kids. You know they're probably looking at signing around two thousand nine yeah, when they've kind of been in like three or four grand finals in you know, four grand finals in five years. Sure. So, so there is you know success is obviously a, a very uh, you know very that that's a, that's an advantage when they're bidding probably against the Broncos for these yeah. kids because they're all you know kids up from up here pretty much
1: exactly. But he looks like a good player. Look, yep, showed some really good, good, um, you know, really good hustle to to back up. Yep. Uh, for his first try and and um, you know I don't, you know. You would imagine fullback and and five eight. I think is is his preferred positions. Yep. Um. You know, with widup not there, maybe you know he's the guy they're going to groom to take his spot. Yep. It works um, out well. Yeah, it really By does. Timing, you know, just ready made sort of guy to come in. I'm yeah, they probably had probably one early, game,
0: probably earlier than they wanted to throw him in there. But sure. you know, if that's their plan, and he was the guy they wanted to you know succeed uh, widup in that position, then great.
1: Yeah, so I, I think Melbourne were a bit off the pace, and, and you know, considering the plays they had out, it was. Um, no, you, take, it re- you
0: take the you, you take the seven and the nine and the one out of any team.
1: Yeah, they're
0: going to fucking show. I mean, look at Parramatta. Take their one out.
1: You know, quite frankly, the West Tigers on the weekend I mean, you don't have no one, one yeah. no nine, no seven.
0: Got yeah, let's face, you haven't had so a seven for years. Only the
1: best teams, only the best teams can do it, Nathan. I, I see what you are saying. You haven't had a you haven't
0: had a seven I agree for years. With you, mate. So like, I mean, that's, I agree with you, buddy, which is probably a part of your problems. Good point. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks. <laughs> but you take you, yeah you take one seven nine out of a team, and you know quite frankly, I mean West Tigers are almost an exception because they haven't had a seven for, since what two thousand six. Dare you, John Morris? Exactly, and they haven't had a one for you know a couple of years now either. I mean, really that you know, you could write home about. I mean, it's been, you know, there's been guys wiped out for seasons. There's been Maltzons thrown in there with hands yeah. like feet. Tim Moltson you know. was
1: highly sought after. Uh, yeah, he was, but Jesus. Oh, George Lord of Dragons of all clubs. Didn't
0: he fucking, didn't he, didn't he put it into cruise control after he got that contract sorted out, though?
1: <laughs> Jesus.
0: Anyway. um, But yeah, I mean, Titans fans going off like this is a fucking amazing feat. You know, the storm absolutely crippled. And, yeah. you know, maybe Parramatta wouldn't have got over them. But I would dare say most sides in the competition would have given them a fair crack.
1: I expected the Titans to win based on the the quality of of personnel that um, the storm, storm, storm had out. out but um, I also, you know, think their job was made a little bit easier by the fact that would have got injured and yeah.
0: And and the fact is they won, the final scoreline was 18-12, but it was actually fourteen twelve until very close to the end. mean, sure. it was game on until right up to the end. And in fact, the Storm had you know some ridiculous you know Harlem Globetrotter. You know, he's yeah, on the play, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to you know, to, to attempt to get something, yeah, to make something happen somewhere. I mean, you know, maybe if you had had Cooper Crock and Billy Slater there, maybe you could do that shouldn't get him over it, but no. <laughs> um anyway, uh, tweets Paraman Mark II, he was there and he said a, a decent crowd in at Skill Park tonight. Hash said no one ever <laughs> and he was actually there. Uh Jacoby Nelson, long time no see for him, said if Chris Lawrence is Betty White, then surely G Widop is B. Arthur. Dislocated hip, hash, golden girls. <laughs> DJ X-Plane, You'd think after 40 years of playing rugby league that Ryles would learn not to give away penalties. Hash, grey hair wisdom.
1: He's bad.
0: He is really bad. TBI Penguin. I'd cheer for a team of Osama bin Laden's versus the Purple Cheats. So very happy to see the Gold Coast Titans get a win. Jesus, we got, that's tough. And we got, yeah, nah, maybe. The best bit was when the Storm lost. <laughs> We've got Mup23. Um, is it fair to say the 2013 t- Titans are the best team to ever play any sport? Hash spoiler alert, yes.
1: That guy's a jerk. At
0: the end of the year, when you're voting for Gronk of the Year in the Twilly Awards, Unanimously. MUP23 is the <laughs> one you want to pick. Paraman Mark two. Happy Titans got the W, made my daughter's night, but fuck me, it was a painful game to watch. Substandard without origin stars. Which is true. Yeah, it
1: was a pretty ordinary game.
0: It wasn't as bad as the Tigers game, but it was... You know,
1: oh, it was... hang on a sec.
0: I did it? wasn't. Mup23, again, said, The Purple Pretenders, lucky to get so close, only a matter of inches away from it being 50 to 12. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. This groggy shit. <laughs> Previews, well, before we get to round 16, Wednesday night, tonight as you're listening to the show, Origin, game two, Suncorp Stadium, New South Wales, clinch the series, capture one in a row, and basically, you know, provide the true feel-good story for the world of rugby league for 2013, and, and, you know, moving forward.
1: I can't believe you can put that into the same category as the West Tigers, current... West Tigers Situation. are a hateful, hateful band of
0: misfits. New
1: South Wales are a mighty
0: team of warriors. Just taking their opportunity to shine against a team that you know, quite frankly, is is yeah is stacked, stacked with you know the Australian team. Essentially, they're playing against they're playing against the country, <laughs> essentially. And that's the sort of traitorous bastards they are, Nathan. Aussie battlers. They come down to Aussie battlers. The the Australian team I at did. the moment they've lost touch. They've, they've they've lost touch. They've been, you know, too many Queenslanders. Use my own shit People, against me. Kiwis. They, they've they've lost touch with There's you know, this, you know you have all these Kiwis and fucking you know it's, uh, the, the Queensland. They don't know they don't know who who they are anymore. I mean, and and quite frankly, that they, they, self, they, You would say nothing. They started they started to you know cult players. You know this this whole pick and stick thing thrown out the window. at The first sign of being dominated. <laughs> and uh, you know so they've, they've cold players. No no loty panic stations. Mal Ingas tried to, you know, he's tried to play mind games in the media and he's he's, he's fucking horrible at it. And succeeded. It. He's he's absolutely horrible at it. Um, You know, Laurie Daly, though, you know, God, didn't rate him before this, but my God, what a masterful job he's done at manipulating the media. Sensational work from a a, tr- a true general at Considering the helm of a rag team. he has a legends. job
1: in the media, he's probably got a leg up. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, a bit Laurie- hard to manipulate the media from a fruit and veg shop.
0: And yeah, you know, and Laurie Daly, you know, I think he'd make a fair fist of politics too, just quietly. I'm sure you'd vote for him. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if New South Wales win. I'll vote for him, for sure. Vote one, Laurie. So anyway, this game. I mean, to, to be fair, um, the, the the changes New South Wales have made have had to be made, you know, through injury and and you know, unfortunate suspension.
1: So yeah, they lost Jared Hain, but they've like, improved their side by putting Aaron Woods in there.
0: I think. I think that. Uh, I think that that. Josh Dugan, if he can keep his current club form, if he can replicate that at origin level, I think um potentially an upgrade for Jared Hain this game. Aaron Woods, definitely an upgrade, in my opinion. Um so really, Nathan Merritt question mark, can he lift to origin? You know, can he prove the doubters wrong? You know, that's a big question there. And if they can answer those questions, then you know, their forward pack is strengthened with the inclusion of Woods in my opinion so I think that uh, New South Wales will be able to dominate Queensland exactly as they did in the first game except uh, you know try scoring machines like Merritt you know kiss a hat trick on
1: debut creates his own little origin <laughs> miracle story kiss. that's the kiss of death mate <laughs> that is the kiss of death <laughs> calling someone for a hat trick um, look Queensland are pretty ordinary in game one um, I don't think they'll be uh, the same side in game two I think they'll uh, they'll come out they'll start strongly uh, they'll get Greg Inglis a lot of early ball, and I think that'll pose a lot of problems for New South Wales. Um, given the atmosphere and given the the crowd at Suncorp, I think that uh, will weigh heavily in Queensland's favour. and And I think Queensland, uh, in all seriousness, I think Queensland will win this game quite handily. But what I think that will mean is that we go down to game three. Um, New South Wales have got over, um, you know, the jitters of of you know the whole eight in a row. Uh, thing that's been bandied about. Uh, they come out in game one. They showed um, that they are here to compete and compete hard for this series. And Queensland couldn't really answer that challenge. But in game two, um, I think that they will certainly step, Queensland will certainly step up to the plate. It'll be a tough game. Um, but I think game three it'll be a very very high intensity, and I think it'll be a much more level playing field. New South Wales, the the guys there um you know they that winning game one i think it's given them a lot of confidence and i think they'll you know they know they belong now and i think game 3 will be one of the best um one of the best origin games we would have seen for a number of years but i think game 2 um is is going to be a fairly fairly handy victory for queensland I think, I think I don't even know why you're
0: talking about game three because dead rubbers are something that no one wants to see. <laughs> I think Queensland, you're right in one respect. I think Queensland are going to come out hard. I mean, I think that they 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 would feel you know very disappointed in their performance uh, and the way they ended up in the first game. But they only you know on the other hand they they played as well as they were allowed to. They're out enthused by a younger and, and um and quite frankly better side. And uh, this this game, Queensland are going to come out hard. They're going to try a lot of niggle. They're going to really try to niggle. They're also going to want to get payback on Paul Gallen. But you know what? I they think can't. They can't. They can't get it. That ship sailed. They win so much that, they got, that rugby league got nerfed, all because of them. And so I think New South Wales, the Aussie battlers that they are, upholders of the traditions of rugby league itself, <laughs> I think they're going to want to punish Queensland for the way that they've tried to ruin rugby league. And uh, as a result, I think New South Wales, it won't be a massive win. But I think they'll get up by you know the vicinity of ten points. And you know, the Queenslanders, you know, you get it into that final ten minutes of the game. Queensland's down by ten. Never say die, Queensland, blah, blah, blah. But I dare say that, you know, come full time or come seventy eight minute mark of that game. There'll be more than one Queenslander pissing on their seat.
1: <laughs> well said. <laughs> It actually made me laugh. First time in three years, you've done well. Um, so once again, I mean, obviously, you know, you you, you say Queensland win, not say New South Wales win, mean, yeah, and we'll what see, what happens, see what
0: happens on the ninth. <laughs> so let's move on to the actual uh, round 16. Um, kicking off, obviously these teams are, are kind of subject to how the players involved in Origin back up, man, especially you know, with the, the Rabbitohs versus Raiders game. I mean, it's only two nights after, you know, what's presumably going to be a very high-intensity game, yeah. um, like Origin usually is. So, well, the Canberra Raiders mighty disappointing on the weekend. I mean, it was great for us. Oh, well, you know, thoroughly as a, outplayed, mate. As a show, it was fantastic that they that they really choked the chicken against uh, against the Tigers. But um, you know, South with Origin players back, Greg Inglis will be absolutely furious at you know at, at his name being in the record books as one of the guys that uh, relinquished the trophy for Queensland. <laughs> um, you know, you know McQueen, he'll be like, wow, you know, Queensland won seven in a row. I get in the side, we lose. Uh, you know, there's cor is correlation causality? Am I the reason Queensland lost Origin? I better play well in this game, redeem myself, if you will. <laughs> Nathan Merritt, he'll be flying. Dead, you can talk some shit, man. Nathan Merritt, he'll be flying. He'll be flying high after a match winning couple of tries. Uh, you know. So yeah, he'll be unstoppable. Adam Reynolds, he'll be stung. He'll be like, I should, I should have been there. Why couldn't I be? You know, celebrate this fantastic New South Wales the future best dominant great at
1: halfback in the NRL. Headed on up play.
0: I mean, you know, Mitchell Pearce. I mean, you know, good on him. He, he lifted the trophy, but you know, I, it should have been me. Yeah, so he'll be stung. So all this adds up to South Sydney absolutely bollocking Canberra
1: by a fucking gigantic margin. Agreed. Agreed. In the vicinity of twenty six plus points. Merritt, Awakes from his slumber after being, you know, completely trampled in game two. I just told you he's going to have match-winning multiple tries. Oh, for sorry, Glenn, fuck's sake. Got you. Um,
0: yeah, I don't think the Raiders have got much of a chance. None, none whatsoever. And you know, and I say that even if they, you know, do bring, you know, their A game in quotes kind of thing. Mm. I mean, if they if they play Souser, like are on a whole another level to the Raiders. If they play like they did against the Tigers, they're going to get bollocked by 30 points plus. But if they you know they bring their A game might be a great game but still South will still get over them by like you know at least sort of 10 points you'd think. Yeah. Okay, um also, oh, well, there we go, where we go. Saturday. Leichhardt, West Tigers versus the Melbourne Storm. West Tigers have been lucky with their games and their timings but not as lucky as the Titans have been because the Titans yeah. have been really catching teams at their worst but unfortunately the Melbourne Storm with uh, you know Cam Smith Presiding over the failure of his stateside, Cooper Cronk. Adam feeling, Blair, feeling the pressure of daily Cherry Evans. Adam, you know, and, him.
1: Adam Blair in career best form for the West Tigers. <laughs> um, playing against his old club, he'll be out there wanting to prove a point. Uh, I think he'll take his game to a new level. Robbie Farrer and, and Aaron Woods. Uh, you know, backing up from Origin, where they'll probably you know be among the, the the top three or four players on the field. You know, in a comprehensively beaten side, mind you. But um, you know, Robbie, your true Origin warrior, that he he'd probably make 60 tackles. Uh, he'd probably come out on Friday night and make another 50. That's the type of player he is. A lot of people can't relate; they don't have that type of player in their team. Let me tell you, Robbie Farrar, warrior, probably on track for 110 tackles in three days. That's the type of bloke he is. It seems ridiculous, Nathan. It seems retarded. Matty Ballon does that in a it game. It seems silly. It seems silly to even contemplate that someone will make over a hundred tackles in two games over the space of three three days. Robbie this will, is the type of player that Robbie Farr is. And Robbie will need that to because that's the the storm. We're going to be throwing points on them. James Tedesco comes back into the side. The only reason the West Tigers didn't win by sixty five points last Saturday night is because James Tedesco wasn't inside, and he was replaced by Sean Meany, who made some horrible, horrible fucking mistakes. Cost the West Tigers any chance of winning that game by 50, as they should have, as was their right, because they are the team of destiny,
0: as they will prove against the the defending premiers. You've thrown out the team of destiny thing again. You know what happens to that? No. team of destiny generally is destined to miss the finals entirely. (laughs) That's what happened last time they were the team of destiny. They finished 10th. (laughs) (laughs) This time... 11th, Tigers in decline. Storm are going to win this game easily, like fucking easily. They're going to make an example out of the Tigers, and they're, going to, they're not going to shut you up because, quite frankly, nothing's going to stop you with your spiel of undefeated Premier, blah, blah, blah. But the Storm are going to fucking
1: make a mockery of the Tigers' side and uh, send them back down uh, around Spoonsville where they belong. Tigers got a good record against the Storm, and specifically at Leichhardt. The Storm know they can't win. They'll go in there, they'll be scared. Uh, they don't want to play. They don't want to play for for Bellamy. They don't want to play at Leichhardt, and they certainly don't want to play the West Tigers. They can't win.
0: Everything you just said was wrong. Okay, uh, Penrith Panthers taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons out at Centibet, so we can expect under 10,000 people there. Um, Matt Moylan in the side. There'll be more crack pipes than people. Yeah, he used syringes. Before. <laughs> wow, that's hard. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. But you accurate. said you said they're smoking crack. I said they're injecting heroin. Oh they're fucking yeah! We're so different in what we said. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, but if you smoke it through a pipe, it's, it's kind of classy. These are Everybody's thing. grandpa
1: has a pipe. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't
0: think you've it's seen. It's almost that. classy. I don't think you've seen crack smoke before. Yeah, yeah I um, have. Okay, so this one, it's hard to, it's it's really hard to say. The Dragons that they're impressing nobody with the exception of the former Josh Dugan. Exactly. Um, the Panthers, you know, they, they went through a good run and then they lost kind of meekly to Camera, um, you know, who then obviously showed that they're not that great, and, you know, last week. So, I'll quite really frankly, struggle. the
1: Panthers haven't recovered from their loss to the Tigers a couple of weeks ago. Um, they're not the same side. And, you know, the only saving grace is the fact that this week they'll play themselves back into a bit of form against the Dragons, um, who, with the exception of Josh Dugan, are possibly the most boring thing on the planet. Yeah, I you would know, agree, I would agree with that. It's a, it's a
0: hard one to call. I mean, I guess it, you know a Penrith going into as a favourites, you uh, you have to assume they are. But, hard to say. There's no but odds here. This game just it yeah it doesn't doesn't excite me. Gonna be yeah,
1: with you. I, I think on paper and certainly, um, based on attacking form shown this season, I think the Panthers are much a better side than the Dragons, and um, I think being at home, they'll probably win by you know sort of eight to ten points. Newcastle Knights
0: take on the Gold Coast Titans. At Hunter Stadium. So this one, the Titans had a very good, very fortunate run, you know, getting the Storm and Natalie, their players out. Now they come up against the Newcastle on Knights side, which is just impossible to read, but they are at home. And if there's one thing if there's one place where the Knights can play, it is at home. Sure. And the Titans, you know, they're overrated. They've they've crept under the radar because they've had an incredibly favourable draw. Um and I'm not it's not that the Knights are a great side, but um they've certainly got enough to beat the Titans.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think just the fact that it is in Newcastle, I probably lean towards the Knights a little bit. Um, Nate Miles and-, and Greg Bird have been named on the extended bench for the Titans, but um, I think I- I'd expect them to play. And I think it'll be a pretty tough game up front, especially with the amount of players. Um, sorry, with Miles and Bird backing up, um, you know, there's a number of players with Origin experience in there, and um, but I-, I think the Knights will win a pretty close one. All right, next up,
0: New Zealand Warriors taking on the Brisbane Broncos over there in New Zealand. Uh, this one, well, at home, at Suncorp, the Warriors put over 50 points on the Broncos. Admittedly, that was the start of their 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 great run of form. And why I think why are
1: they playing again so soon?
0: I think the bye is the worst thing that could have possibly happened for the Warriors as well. Mm. I mean, they're on you know a good bit of form. You know, they beat some great teams and the Broncos and. Um, this time, you know, it's it's certainly not gonna be the same as last time. They're not gonna put fifty on them. I can't see that happening. But the Broncos, you know, their origin representation really does um it does factor a lot. I mean, if you were to remove Justin Hodges from the Broncos side, for example, mm. you know, immediately yeah, you've taken probably thirty percent of their try scoring potential out of their side. Um, then, then when you talk about you know you got tired guys in the side you know you know potentially like uh Gillett, Corey Parker uh, Thaiday you know guys playing Origin. It's I think Origin has a big impact on this game. I mean I think the Warriors uh, if they continue the form they've shown over the previous month I think that they'll they'll win the game.
1: I don't think it'll be about as bad as the last time they played, but I think it'll be um, probably be about a twenty point win for the Warriors. Yeah, I don't know if they'll
0: go that high, but um. If they can keep the form going that they've showed at the moment, I mean, I think they'll you know kind of be comfortable anyway. No, you know. an
1: important thing for the Warriors is to start strongly. Um, you know, the Broncos will obviously only have be able to get X amount of energy out of their forwards that are, are backing up from Origin. Um, they're going to want to try and blast them out pretty quick and get put a good start on the board. So if the Warriors can weather that early storm from the Broncos, maybe put some points on early. Um, I think that'll set the tone and, and the Warriors will win fairly comfortably. Okay, next, North
0: Queensland Cowboys taking on the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks up there in Townsville.
1: Interesting game, this one. I'm probably leaning towards the Sharks, to be honest. I don't think um, the Cowboys at 1-300 uh, Smile Stadium really injects a great deal of fear into their opponents these days. Um, you know, obviously JT and Matt Scott backing up from Origin Um and, and Paul Gallon, obviously, uh, for the Sharks, and as well as for feeder Yep, I just... I'm definitely going to go the Sharks. I think they're, they're probably the more solid side, certainly through the forwards. They'll be tougher. Uh, and I think they'll be able to contain the Cowboys' attack with the exception of JT, but he needs a fair bit of help there at the moment, and he's not getting as much as you would expect uh, from his teammates so far this season. So, yeah, Sharks by a little bit. It's just that... If the Cowboys
0: are going to perform, it's going to be up there. I mean, in their last start with JT, they uh, you know they got the win, and JT looked good. Uh, If he continues that, you know, foreseeably they're going to have too much attack for the Sharks. I mean, the Sharks are always a more defensive sort of outfit anyway, but. it's 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 hard. I mean the the Cowboys have been disappointment of the season. You know, one of the disappointments yeah. of the season. And um, you know, the Sharks but they've been setting the world on fire, but you know, they've been, I guess, what, you know, solid ish. You know, solid, I guess you could say best sure. could say for them. Fuck,
1: it's I hard didn't know know actually. It Tigers, but... Who's the favourite in that game? I I don't know who I would suspect it would be uh, the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, well, I would think if Thurston's on form, I think the Cowboys can get a win there. Uh, Monday night Beach Sydney Roosters taking on the mighty Manly Sea Eagles over there at uh, Allianz Stadium. Uh a couple of points in this game, fucking Manly sensational. But that's beside the point. <laughs> um, the other point is Matt Chetchen's refereeing this game. That's magnificent. East the win.
1: Wow. Um, Glenn Stewart via Matt Chechen fucking us over. Glenn Stewart at uh, lock forward for the Sea Eagles, still out of shape. Um still doesn't want to play for his teammates. Um, you know, he's gonna be expected to tackle the likes of Sonny Bill Williams. Um and Luke O'Donnell who, who's playing prop. Um Jared Weir Hargraves makes his way back inside after suspension as well. They get their halves back. I think the Roosters will be too strong for the for after the Eagles suspension at home. which came through
0: after playing Manly last time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> might actually kill someone
0: this time. Yeah, he but he hopes, hopefully someone's instructed in that throwing punches actually get you suspended now.
1: Yeah, well it is it is letters though. They can tell him all they want, but put on the spot I'm I'm sure you'll still throw punches, there's no doubt about him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm I'm probably leaning towards the roosters. I think that as I said, the over the last couple of weeks it's it's clear that the Sea Eagles are uh, well past their use by date. Um they're like a piece of blue cheese rotting in the back of the fridge. And uh, you know, they're being horribly exposed um in recent times and, and I think the roosters will continue that trend. Absolutely ridiculous assessment there. Manly it's still clearly the best side in the competition. I
0: don't see I don't see any reason for that to change. To be perfectly honest, um, the Roosters are, are a good test. You know, not going to not going lie, but um, you know, Monday Night Football the team that's probably the outsider. There's always upsets happen there. Manly, we'll start this game as the outsider, I would imagine. Um, I expect to see uh, Petr Hiku just, you know, tremendous, tremendous again. Um, Jorge, he's going to be stung by his omission and his opportunity to lift the trophy in Game 2 of Origin. He's going to come out big and have an absolute fiesta all over these motherfuckers. Um, you know, Steve Matai, the machine that he always is. And I think uh, Glenn Stewart, this is the game where Glenn Stewart's going to come back into form and uh, show everyone what time it is and uh, why two persists with him. And, uh, of course, that means mainly by 13-plus, of course, but um, we've got buys this week of the Bulldogs and the Eels, which I think is really, it's going to be really fucking refreshing for this weekend, because, like, the Eels, there's a lot of bitching about the players yeah. getting sacked and sack Ricky and fuck Ricky and blah, 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 and Ben Roberts this and, you know, blah, all that, all that shit, Keating, oh, whinge, whinge, whinge. But then you've got dogs as well. Just such bitter, bitter and spiteful very really in general. And They're uh, like
1: Manly fans dressed in blue and white
0: they're like they're like manly fans of criminal records that whinge <laughs> <laughs> and that is full time for episode 126 as always you can interact with us on twitter so follow at TWI league and we love we love the banter and the feedback and all that stuff uh, coming through so keep it coming guys um we're on Facebook, of course, facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Tell a friend. We're getting an influx of people coming to Facebook at the moment, so we're going to throw more stuff up on there. As you've been seeing over the last couple of weeks, we throw throwing more stuff up there. So, uh, yeah, spread the word. Hit the like button if you haven't done so. And, uh, yeah, hit the share and stuff like that on posts. It all helps. Um, iTunes, we had a review. this Just week. drop
1: a line, say hello. Exactly,
0: exactly. And we get people that do say that. Say hello to
1: your friends at This Week in League.
0: Yeah, we get, we get people to do that quite a lot as well, which is we'll great. say hello back? And Glenn's not, change nearly change is, Glenn's not nearly as insulting on Facebook and stuff as he is on, on, on the actual show itself. When it's one-way traffic, you, you know, he obviously, you know, he gets he gets, he gets some, you know, attitude and courage and everything like that. But when, you know, when you can chat back to I've him... I've been accused so of being
1: angry on Twitter. So how dare you? Well, yeah, Twitter you are. <laughs> and ask what it, about Facebook. the last Twitter war we started? Oh, I started. Oh, yeah. You had to, yeah. Yeah, don't tell me I'm not aggressive.
0: That's yeah. a lie. That was, that was actually very fucking aggressive. That was Twitter. I said Facebook,
1: though. Facebook. no Google. Facebook Facebook will try and keep it
0: nice awesome and right. tidy. Anyway, the review from Benny Boy Zero Zero One. Uh they love the clock. Five stars. The only rugby league podcast where a new segment gets treated like a game of soggy biscuits. Picture this. Two guys, no pants, NRL news, a ticking clock. It's a race with a usually messy ending. I'm liking <laughs> the effort on the backgrounds of the podcast. These guys enjoy what they do enjoy what they do, hang shit on each other and others. They're good at it. If you love your NRL, you love these guys. P.S. That's got to be worth a shirt. P.P.S. Plug Glenn's sniffy nose with some tissues. Please, hash estate trader. <laughs> we did actually get a bit of that last week.
1: Yeah, I did have a bit of a... I still have a little bit of a sinus infection uh, going on, so I do apologize, but I don't know. You know.
0: Don't apologize for delivering the free fucking you know, goodness to people.
1: God forbid that you know the free rugby league gold that you get to listen to, you have to listen to a couple of sniffles.
0: <laughs> now, we got a, uh, a message through Facebook from uh, Jonathan Malotta, uh, who was uh DY who gave us the review last week. So we put it out there and said, you know, make yourself known. And uh, so he just uh, sent us a message and said, uh, hope you guys are well. Thank you for reading out my podcast review the other day. Love your work. Thoroughly enjoy the podcast. Great new look also. Keep it up. So two reviews of the price of one. That's lovely. Fantasy. Uh, fantasy. Okay. In our uh, points group, Dane Lurie for PM, again, number one. Killing it. Just... Twenty one points oh no, sorry. Overall, sixty no fifty eight points. Something. Yeah. Ahead There's of number. El Ducho's Dopers. Cerberus in third, Sherwood Scorpions, Mighty Bulldogs, Seagull Assassins, Ross's Rascals, Toto's Terrors, Greendale Goblins, and Honor Blood Buzz rounds out the top ten. So from uh first place to tenth place, it's quite it's quite a, a significant margin. It's about uh you know about four hundred and fifty. So, so it takes a really bad round, I think, from one of these top guys to um you know, if they keep going on with their average, I think they're uh, pretty much uh sorted. They've had some real shit weeks. I guess round eighteen for fantasy is the real the real danger round. That's the the last of the big buy rounds. Yep. And so if you have got you know stuck with certain certain players there, you can get fucked over. But I mean guys that are at the top like that, like this Dane Lloyd for PM side, you know, if they're maintaining their points and you know, they got twelve forty seven this last round Jesus I think so that's know. impressive or maybe that's yeah yeah crazy anyway tipping the real Jedi maintains his plays at the top now because it's an origin week our tipping's not actually finished this week the origin game does count but uh, at this stage uh, even though he's only got two from four everyone else in the top ten only got two from four at best so he's on top, four points ahead, eighty-three. Voodoo Rock second on seventy-nine, tied with Williams two seventy-seven. Desi's Ducks on seventy-eight. Lin- I
1: mean, there's some Manly fans in there. It's yeah. top three are Manly. Yeah, Lin- I don't know about Desi's Ducks, he could be.
0: Yeah, it could be, or it could be doggies. Uh, Lynn on seventy-eight. Box who's, who's, name who's, could be who's, Des, who's Manly? Boxcar Jason Manly supporter seventy-eight. Aussie one 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 nine eight Dragons fan seventy-eight. Animal NZ Manly fan seventy-eight. Troy Schroeder seventy-eight. Is Canberra Canberra fan, and shell Geddes 77 so uh it's uh, from from first point first to 10th it's uh six points so that's a decent margin i mean you know it's not insurmountable but um you know real jedi four points at top fucking doing it easy at the moment Of course, the shop, we still have some stock of the Revelation shirt, hats, stubby coolers. So hit up thisweekinleague.com forward slash shop because shit is going into clearance mode. We have limited stock of the Revelation shirt left. And so it's half price, 20 bucks. Grab yourself a Revelation shirt. Uh, And we want to get the new stock in of everything. I mean, new design, stubby coolers. Because given that we changed the branding, we probably want to get everything on new stuff. So uh, if you spend over 50 bucks, we'll throw in a stubby cooler for free and of course new shirts coming and in fact I may have a potential design for one of the new shirts as you're listening to the show oh, today yeah. just got, I may have to do feedback and uh, I'm expecting something tomorrow so yeah I mean you know, depending on how much feedback or how much changes uh, I need to make on the concept before I think it's ready to put out there may actually be something
1: sweet as, you're as to the show. like
0: it so that'd be good progress yeah so that's it go New South Wales Wrap up the series one in a row, and the one in a row shirt, of course, will be uh, produced immediately. I'll hit go on the production of that shirt the second that the final Hooter sounds. Don't know about game three. I look forward to to uh,
1: profiting off the uh, proceeds of those (laughs) shirts. That's right, you're a regular Oscar Schindler. Shameless, no doubt about it. (laughs) All right, then. that's all we've got time for go yeah, the Tigers the Lozzy Battlers trying to make the way in a tough harsh world
0: oh and before we finish the show too I had to say one thing as well Tony Carroll was 2005 thank you amen I knew that the whole time but I knew I was riding the Lottie as well <laughs> <laughs>